was like, yeah, being called racist probably is like the worst thing you could call an American. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I can think of I can think of another uh, another six letter word that might be a little bit worse. <laughs> it is right now. I've been called something way worse. <laughs> I, I was about to say, let's go down the list of uh, of six letter words that are bad to call people. <laughs> There's the F one. Yep. There's the R one. Yep. <laughs> There's the N one. And I didn't even say racist yet. <laughs> that was the R word. What are you talking about? Oh, it was a joke, Miles. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't know. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 62 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. It's me, John, aka Celine Dijon. AKA Eugenis Haslam. And we got a new one, courtesy of the demon of Deacon Time himself, John Artest. You know, I was going to say something else, and then I just saw JT's face of disappointment. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Forget it. I was going to, you know, make a Ron Artest comment, but it is what it is. Um. Anyway, I got my guys with me. Um. I already mentioned them. Deacon of Demon Time, the vice president of the Knicks, Mr. Worldwide West. In the building, in the flesh, you know. All I do is make a mess. How's it going, everybody? I hope y'all doing good things, staying safe out here on these streets. And to my left, uh, Mr. Just a Friend JT, just on his damn phone, just in transition. Um, just in thought. There we go. And then, uh, actually, all of those are for me, which is funny. <laughs> um, there's another one? Oh, just another one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was a fifth one, but damn. You gave me all of them, John. You should remember. Uh, I gave you so many, I forgot. Uh, he made you. He or, he Christ. birthed you. And it's now time. Without me, there would be no you. Wow. <laughs> Justin training. I'm loving all these awkward silences, by the way. Um I I, I just don't know like I what, was like, trying to come up with the train one. Like yeah, on the spot, I, I was thinking training was the only yeah. thing I could come up with, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're all doing fantastic. Justin trains him. You're all doing fantastic. Just uh. in the cockpit. A <laughs> yo. Do they call it that on trains? I don't know. They do not call it. No, they do not. They call it the cab. Only you would know that. <laughs> oh God. Well, do you guys know that? I mean, you guys know the plane. It's Hi, called Justin. the cockpit, right? You, do you not? How you doing? How you? How are you doing, Justin? I was doing well until now you guys got my blood pressure <laughs> all up. Yeah. You got my blood pressure up like uh, how uh, Jason Whitlock's is every single day of his life. Yeah. You sure <laughs> so. that's just that's not the, you know, the fried chicken and collard greens, the the soul food, the mac and cheese and you know all those other He's things that you like to eat. The black community has a history of high blood pressure. Are you trying to expose the people that I have gout because you sir are right? <laughs> Wow, you heard it here first, guys. Justin, Justin, bro, I'd be dumb sick. JC just sipping on cranberry juice. We just look over. He's like, he's got his shoe off and shit. Like, which sucks because I love cranberry juice. The gout. Wow. Remember when Julius on 
Everybody hates Chris had the gout. Yeah, he was tight. And, <laughs> yo, and Roy- I think it's funny. The only people I know who have gout are white. Nah, I know. Everybody who I know has gout is black. My grandfather, I didn't even know he had the gout until recently. Like, this is just weird <laughs> shit. The, it's either the gout or the sugar. <laughs> yeah, the sugar. Yeah, man. It's weird. But uh, eat safely, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about your futures when you're eating. Yes. Yeah. Right. Don't blow your life away. And speaking of blowing things away. <sighs> do I want to start with baseball? Yes. Because yeah. once we finish with baseball, we don't have to talk about it again. Yes. And yeah. But really quick before we do baseball. Uh, last person on the pod. Say Toby sound man, Matt. Because John clearly forgot about you. <laughs> I didn't uh, start the podcast now, did I? Guess you did. I didn't know. I was. We, you started we the finish, Do we finish the intro segment? You yes, Miles because Miles go, was literally just about to. So who said it? Me or Miles? It doesn't matter. You should have oh taken control. I think better. we should all just be accountable in introducing the Saratobi Sound Matt. <laughs> Sarah, oh, Saratobi <laughs> Sound Matt. Uh, <laughs> Sound Matt. Matt. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? What's up, guys? <laughs> to, uh, to the far. <laughs> I still think not. I, to I the think far was right. My first, the, the first episode <laughs> the I, I did. The far right, <laughs> but that, but not sound, that far. Sound mat just hilarious. sound mat just makes me sound like a like yeah. a, some yeah. kind of gimmicky like, like floor mat that yeah, you like step on and it mat. makes a noise. Ooh, floor, we don't step, ooh, sound mat, we don't step over mat. mat. Now we don't step, step over. That's the new name of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> sound mat. Sound mat. The sound mat. <laughs> the sound mat. Ooh, well, yeah, like, yeah. The lo- like the laundry mat, but the, mat. Sa- yeah. the, but the sound mat. Fun fact: We we started episode sixty-two on the sixty-second minute of recording. So wow, wow. A good, palind- good luck or something. I don't a know. palindrome for today's, palind- you know. Isn't it palindrome? <laughs> you know what, Justin? Mm-hmm. Can we start the show? <clears throat> I don't know. Can we? May we? Surely. One day. 67 minutes into the At show. At the 167. We can don't ever call me Shirley. <laughs> no, I said Shirley. Like, surely. Not Shirley. Like, oh not like that was the whole joke. Like, surely. <laughs> yeah. Shirley? I don't think he was joking. I, don't, I honestly don't think he was joking. Where's the, uh, where's that? He wasn't joking. From? Who? When he said Shirley, you don't think he was joking? He was not joking. Wait, what? What are you talking he, about? Exactly. Uh, See, I'm telling you he wasn't. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? What are you... Guys. <laughs> you said, don't call me Shirley? Yes. He thought you were serious. He that, was. That's, that's that was joke. the joke. That's the joke. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That so is the joke. Serious? Who's serious? Right? <laughs> this is too you much. Thought I actually, you think I thought Miles actually called me the name Shirley? No. So I what? think Miles thinks... I'm pretty. My, Miles understands the joke, though. I would hope. The yo, Yankees lost. Honestly, I'm damn a, you, Matt. <laughs> I was honestly about to say, yo, I'm just, go. I'm just all for starting over because this is just like we just, go. we just all over the place right now. It's controlled chaos. Yes. Is it controlled? <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> damn it! I hit the wrong button. <laughs> yo, I wanted the explosion thing. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to start this shit yeah, over. Just, yes, please. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just getting started over. We we clearly we, no, we, we, we we clearly didn't get it get it get it out of our system. There it is. <laughs> there it is. We, we're in too deep. We can't start over now. That's fine. That's what he said. <laughs> That's fine. That's what they said on black. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh. Speaking of black. So we can actually transition into something. <laughs> Damn, you know what I just realized? Really no, quick. no, no. I'm going to get my thought off. I'm going to get my thought off. Fuck you. No, I want to know what you're going to say now. But speaking of black people, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
No, I was just gonna say, yo, shout out my boy Blackway for debuting his new song, Heavyweight, on um, you know, Good Morning Football, and you know, real life. Friend of the friend of the friend of the pod, you know, he does our intro and our outro for real, and you know, he's gonna be on here soon, so that's very important. When he comes here, I need to talk about how you you intro that in by saying speaking of black. <laughs> I know. But yeah, shout out to Black for being on Good Morning Football. Yes. That was dope. I love that show. Yes. Oh. Um, from Keith's living room. Yeah, yes. Literally from Keith's living room, yo. Love to see it, man. That's dope. And Keith has been here before. So yo, Back listen, there. we actually know important people, yo. I'm telling you. Y'all gotta keep tuning in. Justin, would you like to get your thought off now? I'm sorry, I cut you. I was just thinking about an Instagram picture I took way back in college. I think it was, yeah, junior year, where I had this shirt that said, white girl is a hard addiction to break, and it was I was just surrounded by a bunch of white girls. It's on my Instagram. I should probably take it down. <laughs> I'm not. I should probably take it down. <laughs> I need to see Not it. yet, you all. I need to see <laughs> facts, because it's going to be in this week's video. Not before I screenshot uh, it. It's not, because this part's getting cut out. Are you kidding what me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> they said white girls matter too. White, at that point, I thought white, white leg, maybe white lives do matter. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I forget who, they're, and the they're all they're all Tyler's the friends rails. too. Not JT shirtless. I mean, those oh, we'll are good pictures. We'll so. My son JT. So they're all Tyler's friends. I'm pretty sure they're all Tyler's friends. Yeah. I mean, I know I was cool with them too, but. White bitches, white bitches. When there's a blizzard outside and snowing inside, dot, 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 multiple dots. Yes, there's a snow bunny white girl reference. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I was a wild boy for having that shirt. Honestly. Yeah, that's pretty OD. This is a, this is a train this wreck. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and JT and you're the conductor. <laughs> JT had to get a train reference in wow. here somehow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the word of the day should be blacked. <laughs> I'm actually gonna change it so that way we can start over. <laughs> no, we're not no. starting over. Please. So we're keeping that whole intro and all the all the shenanigans. Almost all of it. All right, fine. almost. All right, so let's get into it. All right, baseball, the baseballs. So yeah, the Yankees. Uh, last time we uh, talked to the folks, the Yankees were still in the playoffs. Now they're out of the playoffs. Boy, what a difference a week can make. <laughs> Understatement yeah. of the year. <laughs> And with that comes another Yankees offseason where they should have been in the World Series, and they're not. And honestly, I think we can all agree that the the blame of the series falls down to that crucial and controversial Game 2 decision when Aaron Boone took out Davey Garcia and replaced him with a one J-Hap, and the rest is Treesh. history. Yeah. J-Hap, he um, put Adam Adovino in the game. Adam Adovino should not see a lick of playoff time. It was Adovino and uh, wasn't it Lewisica Lewisica too? that gave up a run. Lewisica, Adovino gave up, each gave up a run. Jay Happ gave up two. Two, two, two home run home runs. Two, two run home runs. Sorry, that was a little bit of a tongue twister. But yeah, in two and L, two thirds inning of work. And Gary shouldn't have been in the game. Um. All right. So my all right. So my problem with the series, Sorry. my problem with the series, obviously was game two, but. And I, I was telling the guys earlier that I just feel like we lost to the better team. And I will say that while the Yankees' bats were were hot, were streaking throughout the beginning of the playoffs and into the, the, the regular playoffs, it really comes down to pitching. And I think that, like what Kevin Cash said, you know, he got a stable full of guys that can throw 98-plus, and he put that on display. 
We had opportunity after opportunity to tackle on runs and add runs. And even game five, we had opportunities to win the game. But it just comes down to to depth. And he uses guys. He uses guys very well. I mean, I won't go as far as saying that their offense is better. But as a team, defensively, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's tough to come to terms with because we definitely sh- could have stole this series, and that's kind of what I would have thought of it if we had won. But yeah, it's 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 tough to come to terms with because I think the Rays are going to end up winning the World Series. So yeah, um, I mean that their bullpen was great, but I think um, part of the issues I feel like we've had this a lot this year was issues with like us not bringing people on base yeah. like we're getting walks we're getting people on base and then we just can't drive runs in now unless it's a home run yep. so i think that's um one of the things and it was just disappointing like there's questionable decisions across like not leaving davian but it doesn't come down to just that game or just that one decision it's a combination of all of that yeah. and it's like just even in the last game like um bringing chapman in for longer i get it you know it's the elimination game everyone's bringing in their relievers a little bit early to try and finish it especially because that game was 1-1 for most of it yep um but i don't know like between the the mess that was game two which we still had an opportunity to win yeah we we really did have and and, and that's the craziest part i mean it's like we wasted a monster game from um giancarlo yeah, we wasted. I mean, John Carlo had a good. Aside from Game Five, John Carlo, yeah, he had a played, literally lived up to his contract mm-hmm. every single game of the series. Yeah, and um, I, sorry, I just want to try. It's right. uh, also like that, but the the pitching stuff. Um, Mike Ford coming in in Game Five, that was stupid. You can't argue for. I, you're not making an argument for that. Um, mm-hmm. it's like I understand playing Gary in Game Two. Because it's still just game two, but the way Higgy's been swinging and he's a better defensive, like taking him out, um, I, I don't know, man. It was there. There was a lot, and it just it, it made me very frustrated. Like obviously we're frustrated because they lost, but just knowing that, like even though we could say we weren't supposed to win, we definitely had every opportunity to yeah. win that series. That's, I don't know. I think they were supposed to win. I th- on paper, it's a better team. Going into the series, the Yankees were still favored. Vegas had them as the betting favorites going in. Every like, I think there was only one game that the Rays were favored in, and I think that was a, the first game. game. No, game two. It was game two. It was either I think it was the David the, the David Garcia game. It was the David, but Garcia it wasn't even right. by a lot. I think it was like plus one hundred six or something like that. So yeah. it wasn't even the like line. That basically, big. was even. It yeah. wasn't. Oh, yeah. My so, is about pitching to me. But that and that and that's the thing, right? So I think in I think it was that game. Two or game three? First of all, the strike zone that CB Buckner is needs to never call a playoff series again. Like, he's Scott Foster to the shit. Yes. No, he's Angel Hernandez to the shit. Like it, it's ridiculous. So see, you don't want to blame just like you don't want to blame a game on the refs in basketball or the officials in football. Yep. You can't blame game two. Like a lot of the onus goes on to the Yankees and you know the decision to bring in Hap, right? But at the same time. There were a lot of very, very questionable calls against the Yankees hitters mm-hmm. in that in that game. Mm-hmm. And I think the one that really stands out to me was the... Glaber Torres one? Not the Glaber Torres one, but it, well, actually, I should say two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a- actually, sorry, not game two, game three, yeah. when Tanaka was pitching. The missed strike him out, throw him out when they mm-hmm. called ball four. Oh, man, that was... Yes. Yeah, and then that that, that ended up being turning into a three run home run. Turned into a three run home run, which ended up being you know 
kind of the difference in the game. And then later on in that game, in the exact same spot, the cold strike one on uh, uh, I know what you're Luke about. Voigt yeah. with the bases loaded, which would have walked in a run when uh, who was pitching? Not not it wasn't Charlie Morton, was it? Was it Fairbanks? It was somebody. No, it was somebody. They they still had their starter in because it was still like a two or three run. So game. it had to have been is either Charlie. I think it was Charlie. Morton was Martin. game four. So then was it Glass now in game three? Yeah. So I think it might have been Glass now. No, Glass not pitching. No, or was it game two? It was Glass not pitching game two. So I think the game that you're referring to is game is game three. So I know so the starter was in in game three when Luke Voigt came up with the bases loaded. So it was game. It was game yeah. three against Charlie Morton. Yeah, he would have if if. Voight gets the cold. That's the same cold that the Rays guy gets in, like, I think, two or three innings prior. Yeah. Walks in a run, inning continues, and it might have had a different ball game. All right. Like I said, don't want to put the blame on the, um, the you know, the umpiring, but it was very questionable. I think they did, like, the umpire stat cast, and it said in that game, the ump- the, the calls cost the Yankees, like, 1.0-something runs. Yeah. Which I know they lost by two, but still, that's, it's that's a momentum difference. It's a momentum-changing thing, yeah. yeah. So... But it's a very disappointing series. Um, and yeah, like... Very disappointing like, end to the season F, again. Yeah. And then that's... The it's same so way. Much, deja vu. Yeah. Right? It, it's kind of... It, it's just not really sitting well with me that two seasons in a row, it ends with Chapman on the mound, who is the highest paid relief pitcher, I believe, in baseball right now. And aside from that, this team has so many question marks going forward. I mean, yes, we know we have our ace. Garrett Cole came out in, in game five, and he did exactly what right. he was. Live up to every, what, 330 mil? 330 mm-hmm. all Every penny. He is worth every penny. Every mm-hmm. di- every diamond he's lived up to that this this season. Um, Stanton, I think that's a that's a plus because we saw what he can do when he when he gets high. I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm very happy for Sam because he put to bed any doubts of any Yankee fan, which is he has since he's been here the last three years. Yeah, yeah he which, has had everybody's come at Sam because you can't say I've been riding for my son Mike. Right. I've had to defend him at every Mike. opportunity. Right. I, I've defended him multiple times on this podcast, but and like, right. he, he did it. He, he showed up four yeah. four straight games with the home run or five five, mm-hmm. five, five. straight games with the home run. So he was and not he, the problem. Yeah. You can't even if you want to look at problems with this the, the team. He was not the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, he was one that actually kept the Yankees in. A lot of these Afloat. games, yeah, yes. you know, especially in game two, he almost single handedly won that won the game. Bro, yep, I would have been so tight if I was sitting here like I have every RBI, I can't get no help. He was Jacob Degrom to this shit. Hey man, you know I I will say like the, here's here's also an, another tough reality of the Yankee fans, right? And I kind of I can kind of understand wanting to keep Didi over Glaber because Glaber's fielding. It's not good. It's was not a liability. It, it, it's yeah. serious. Yeah. He also just had like a he had a slumping season all year though. It wasn't like just because he had a great he when he was playing shortstop last year he looked great. He did outside of his bat, but it's like this year it's like he never got into a rhythm. He was the first like he was hurt. You know what I mean? And um, they were saying that's why they feel like uh, same thing Susan was talking about. At this point, this is you. You're sixty games into a regular season. This is usually when you're in rhythm, rhythm. And they were like, now they feel like he's actually healthy from all the injuries before, and that's why he was hitting a bit better. But yeah, I agree. Like it is his fielding, but I think it's difficult when it's like you're not just not playing consistently. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like you've made this point on this podcast about not keeping Didi because it's like how much we have paid him to essentially be a backup. Yeah. Because but... at the end of the day, the rest of the infield did so well that yep. it's hard to take any one of them out. You don't want that bad out of the lineup. I yeah. think Gio... Gio had a couple mistakes. Gio, which yeah, very, yeah, he didn't like have a great series. But yeah, it's Gio, like... Yeah, Gio, I but I'll live with that because I know... Because Gio made so many other great plays. Mm-hmm. The... um. 
I think it was like the, the double play. I forget which game it was, but he had this one double play where he ran, he charged it or ranged range to like his his right. Mm. Like what it should have easily been down the line for a double ended up getting the double play. I'm like, see that that's what we need. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. why you can't have Anduhar there. Yes. You know? And I think Gio being as great of a defensive third baseman as he is, um, is you just is, don't expect mistakes from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think what this team needs is more timely hitting. Yes. More mm-hmm. di- and I think the outside of DJ LeMay. Outside of outside <laughs> of DJ, because you know when DJ comes 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 to bat with two run, with, with two people on, you know he's gonna get a hit mm-hmm. or a walk or something positive to at least move the runners over. Mm-hmm. Um I think the plate discipline definitely has been better. We saw that because we got a lot of walks in, mm-hmm. like quietly, but we have got a, gotten a lot of walks. I'm saying through with Judge Glaber, even Stan. Yeah, Hicks was getting on a lot. I think that's the thing. I feel like Hicks had a down year hitting. Yeah, but he had his, his own base percentage was great. He was getting a lot of walks. So yeah. I feel like if he has even just a normal year for him, he's hitting a bit more. Like he his hitting just wasn't there this year. It was just he was getting on base mostly just from walks. So I feel like that plays into it too. That's another person who you expect to just get a hit or something and be on base. And yep. remember, he was also coming back from injury yeah. too. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot of question marks because we got Hap, who's a free agent. You got Paxton, that's a free agent. You have Lemayhu, that's a free agent, and there's somebody else that's a free agent. I'm is blanking him. I'm Tanaka, that's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So and uh, Guardy too, right? Gardner is also mm-hmm. well. He has an option, and the way that his option works is that if he if we if we decline his option, he gets he gets like a flim form of compensation from it. But if we pick it up, then he gets like seven and a half million or something like that. Uh, I'm just um, I feel like this is one of the things where it's like it would have been really nice to have Severino again, um, oh, even yeah. though you know Monty did pitch a good game. He pitched, he, he pitched, he pitched a great. fantastic and game. I will say this: fantastic. I thought the series was going to end game four, but Jordan Montgomery he went out and after a very a very rough third inning. Where he got the bases loaded, and then he had two two runners with one with one out, mm. and he found a way to only turn one run out of that. He showed he he was yeah, great. He, he was great. So like shout out to him. But again, injuries to the bullpen, like to the the pitching rotation this time because we don't have Severino, we don't have Paxton. Those are pitchers yeah. that could have pitched that game too. And then and then the also, bullpen, yeah, exactly. Tommy Canley. That's I think Tommy Kane was probably like it was glaring that they were missing Tommy. Exactly. Kane. That's your like he'll give you some length. He's fucking great. He's an energy guy too. Yeah. Like I love me some yeah, y'all know I love me some Tommy Canley, yeah. but it's like yeah. he was definitely um missing here. And one of the things about the bullpen is uh you've been talking about it all year about mm. how Chapman has looked kind of shaky all year. Yes. And it's like we understand he's being paid to be this closer, but you know, it might, if you said it too, it's like you kind of wish that we did the Kevin Cash thing of just kind of like, yo, who, who's got it today? You yep. know what I mean? And that's what Britain's had it for most of the year. And he's had, and I will say that in every save situation this season, Britain has unfolded. And I, and you know, it's it's tough because two days in a row, you ask you ask Chapman to go out there. All right, well, I need you to, I just need you to get out. You know what I'm saying? Don't need you to close the game, but I need you to get out. Um, multiple innings too. It, I'm about to say you guys. I mean, you that asked, was questionable. Bringing him in the seventh. I don't like that at that all. That was because you expect him to get seven outs. Not necessarily even seven, but at, uh, the the problem is, is that it's a one-one game. And did did he bank on the Yankees scoring? I think I think he could have left Britain in longer. And honestly, I I I agree with that. I thought he was going to leave. I th- I think if you put him in in the eighth, eh, like okay, I understand. Even though it was what. 
Um, it was the last out of the seventh. Mm-hmm. I think you can leave Britain in for, if not the beginning of the eighth, maybe like a half of it or almost the whole thing, depending on how he's pitching. I thought yeah. he was going to leave. I thought he was going to, maybe it's maybe it's the wrong decision because his pitch count was up there, but I thought he could have left Cole. He could have left Cole. I think, he was thinking, I think he was thinking mm-hmm. of the next series. Because nah, he but was, you know what? You can't think of the next series, though. No, you gotta, what, no. I agree with you. You can't, but I think that's what he was doing. But the thing is, is that Garrett Cole literally almost gave up a home run that would have made the game 2-1 to one at, the, at that point in the game. And then that's when he took him out because he was getting hit the inning prior. He wasn't really getting strikeouts. Mm-hmm. And it was he was already five and a third through, through and was basically at 100 he was at, Yeah, he was at like 94 when yeah, I feel out, you, yeah. but like, low-key, like, I want to give him another batter because that's what you pay him for. And we saw it the other night, like, yeah. getting that, the, like, people on base and going 99 yeah. and then 100 to get that strikeout after and make up for it because that's, this is, this is no, testing that, your metal. I feel like, that, that, this is testing your metal, bro. When yes. he went, uh, when he went upstairs. Yeah, 99 and then 100. Yeah. Like, that's testing your, and the thing about Garrett Cole, which I like, is he wants that. He wants yeah. that moment. He's not I mean, afraid. We thought earlier this afraid. season when he was mad at Boone for yeah. taking him out yeah. in the game. Like, which he is, wants to pitch the beginning. And, and, like that. and that's that's what you want to see in your ace. But I think going into next season, what we have to what we have to do, definitely we have to keep left-handed pitching on the team. So y'all going to be mad at me for saying this. I think Paxton gets paid. I think Paxton stays the, I think Paxton stays the Yankee. Half is stays gone. Yankees or gets paid? I think, Two different things. Okay. I think he stays the Yankee. Okay. I think Hap is gone. I think Tanaka Tanaka's a Tanaka's a wild card for me, but at I'd this point, but Tanaka. But I rather I I feel that I feel the exact opposite, and it's like I get it. It's the what have you done for me lately? But this postseason Tanaka was not it. He's he's basically in the CC Sabathia range now. At when this C, when CC was in his last like years with the Yankees, this is where Tanaka. At is this now. point, I was thinking in my head like, all right, well, if Tanaka won't like twenty a year. All right, you can give it to him, but ne- but now after this postseason, it's like, why 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 are we paying you that much? He You're supposed to be- twenty a year. He, what is he like 34, 35? 33. It's like thirty two. He's that young. He's not. He's I mean, he's not been around for a while. It always feels like that with the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shout well, out to fucking was Greg Bird. Uh, he was born in '88, so he's actually tw- 31. So he's still yeah, he he. I don't know why he's getting paid 22 million a year right now. So he's probably gonna want at least if about you have the him same as your more. third, third or fourth. I'm not mad at that. I don't know, but then he. I you don't need, know. I don't, don't even need, know if he, he'd be your fourth because you figure Severino comes. You probably go. You need Cole one, Severino two, and hey, who knows? They might have Dave, uh, Davey go three or Mon- or Monty go three. Then you go, but you, but you like you said you, you need left-handed. It comes out left-handed pitching, consistent. right? Isn't um isn't Kane a starter too? They want him to be a starter. Michael King, or are you talking about Kane? 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 That's the name, right? The Kane guy. The I know. One. I know. He you're can't, talking. He came up with Davy, the white guy. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, he was supposed to be a starter. I know you're talking about um, Clark Schmidt. There you go, Clark Schmidt. So if you, if so if you're if you're like Miles said, if you need your left-handed pitching, right? Cole righty, right? Severino righty. What is the I always, I always forget? What's Davy? Davy's right handed. Davy right handed. So that's three right there. Monty left, left. So that's four right there. Mm-hmm. Are you keeping Tanox as your fifth? And if you keep Tanox as your fifth, that means what? James Paxson's going. I I I think Yankee fans would rather keep Tanaka. Like I think oh, yeah. the, over, oh, the, over, yeah. the, over, oh, yeah. the overwhelming majority is going to say keep Tanaka, but I think Tanaka's going to be too expensive. That's why I'm saying Paxson. To me, I'd rather keep Paxson. Also, and I, I, sorry. Good. I, I think um. Another thing, and I've seen it from like other Yankees accounts and stuff, is I could see Tanaka taking less money to stay with the Yankees because it seems like he generally 
enjoys I, I being with if he Yankees. takes less money i wouldn't mind yeah, it he genuinely enjoys being with the yankees and like the culture and like likes the yankee and like yankees like him back mm-hmm. like he actually has mad personality and you see it in all his interviews and media stuff too so like he um you know i can see him being like all right like i'll take I'll, like less money and really push for a championship so it's like so if they bring back to Knox, they don't bring back Paxton, I don't care about Paxton, Doug. All right, that mean- here we go. We can go into your, con- your question you asked us earlier. All right. Well, I was going to say really quick. Does that mm. mean that's, that's that's just yet another failure by the front office? Yes. So how many more? Like how mm, many hits have we? That's a failure. If we brought in a Paxton and Happ, and then two years later, I think Paxton has been. Well, I think the Hap trade at the time made sense because at the time Hap 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 was good. He was. It wasn't the trade. It was the resigning. Oh, the resign. Well, the resigning. Yeah, resigning. Yeah. It was that, and just Paxson just didn't really do anything for and us. Hindsight, hindsight is really so it, crazy no, it's, because it's crazy, because yeah. you look back and you're like, wow, like the Red Sox were really amazing that year, and Paxson was really—I mean, not Paxson. Hap was really great mm-hmm. at the time when we when we traded, which yeah. is yeah, which makes sense why we why we resigned him. That's why it's just like, damn, yeah. like if we knew, we knew now, obviously. Yeah. But there it goes. The resign the resigning was a failure. You're you're always GMs are always based off of. The results of the mm-hmm. things, not you know, so it's but like it's so many. But and, and I hate and not not even just you. Sorry to cut you off again. All right. But like it's just the fact that like I feel like Yankee fans are very critical of Cashman and very critical of Boone right now. New York yeah. fans are well, I mean, like I, that. dog. Every game, like Yankees Twitter is like it's it's gross mm-hmm. because every th- little thing that happens, it's Boone's fault. And like yes, the manager has to do like we all agree. Game two. On Boone in the front and the and the, and the, and the analytics. Team. I don't think that came from Boone though. Well, the, like, the analytics team. And yes. Boone has to has to sign off on it. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, that, that decision is he his. He has at the to end put the day. lineup card in. <laughs> That's and he has his to be, at the end of the day. It's yeah. his, but it's still organizational shit. But go ahead, go, to, go, yeah. continue. Though. But like, but at, but then it's like, when do you put blame on the players? We already know people blame Gary, right? Mm-hmm. But. At the end of the day, the manager puts you, just like in any sport, the coach and manager puts you in positions to perform. Exactly. If you don't perform, what else can happen? Like in game five, the only person that performed on offense was Aaron Judge. He hit a home run. Everything else after that is, all right, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's easy to, you know, so it's like, like it's easy to criticize like the Mike Ford thing, which he should be criticized for, but it should never, if the, the team is doing what they're supposed to do, it should never have come down to that. I understand So that. with players not performing, let's go into your question from right. mom before okay. we started. All right. So basically the question is, if you could take off three Yankees from this current team uh, to not have on the team for next year, who would it be and why? So I'll, I'll go last. All right. John, you can go first. J-Hap. Mm. Why? Look, what do you mean why? <laughs> have you not watched the game? That's why. Fuck his... Listen, I I give credit where credit is due. He had a good end to the season. That didn't really mean anything. Um, Adam Adovino. Y'all know how I feel about him. I've been calling out his fraudulent behavior <laughs> since last year. Fuck Adam Adovino. He had... It's like he had a couple good months, and that was what everyone was judging him on. And even during those good months, whenever I watched him, he didn't do shit. So he can go. I do not want to see him in pinstripes. Even his demeanor on the mound, he looks like he's coming out to give up runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the amount of blown leads, I'm, I, I do not want to see him near a Yankee uniform. Um, and I want to trade Chapman. Mm. I, I'm tired of this, that 
the showing like even him coming back he got super ock and he's throwing hard and i just don't feel i feel like britain was a better closer this year mm. and uh we know britain would be a closer on any other team pretty much i um i just think chapman is not our answer and this is the second year in a row where it was his home run given up um and that's not always on him you got to give some credit to the batter and but my thing is you can't keep throwing the same pitch in the same spot and expecting the batter to not catch up at some point and that's what happened at the end of this game. So those are my three. And I think that because of that, we can get some return. Like, what? Our trading for Chapman turned into Clint and Glaber, didn't it? Uh, Training Chapman did turn into turned Clint. Turned into Glaber. Clint. I'm Trading not sure Chapman, Clint. Chapman, Chapman. Oh, no, I lied. I'm sorry. Chapman was to the Indians. Indian. No, no Chapman, no, was, Chapman, was, Chapman, was, to Chapman was to the clubs. That was Glaber. Andrew Miller was to the Indians. That was Clint Frazier. Was that also Geo? Yes. No. Not at the time, no, because Clint, time. no, because Gio was a free agent. He was with the Blue Jays, and then the Blue Jays. So we got Gio. In, oh no, 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 we didn't get. We Gio didn't. was also with Cleveland too. He was with Cleveland, yeah, and then he was released, and then he was with Toronto, and oh, okay. then he, got, I believe, he got released again, and got then it. we ended up getting him for like, I don't know, All right. whatever the fuck we paid him for. Gio not making no right. money right but now. But anyway, Actually, um, yeah, so those are my three. I still think we can get a return for Chapman because he is still that name and he still throws hard. But I just don't think he's the answer for us. I yep. really don't. I would rather just have that. And honestly, and this is going to sound a little wild, I would have preferred keeping David Robinson, even though he wanted to be a closer, have him as a setup and have Britain as our closer. But we still had Chapman signed anyway. But um, I just, yeah, I, I don't think Chapman's our answer. It's either get another closer or have like Britain slide into the role or kind of do what Kevin Cash does and have multiple people who can close and whoever's got it, that's who you put out. So, um, yeah, I think we trade, I think we trade Chapman, get the, we can get some good shit for him. And, um, yeah, those are my three. Okay. Um, I hate to say it because he's one of my favorite players. My number one has to be Gary. Yeah, he's, and if we had four, if he had four, that would be his fourth. I have to say Gary, and it's just—it's not even because of the potential of what we had of what he is. It's just been the defense, and I've defended him mad times. You know, mad coaches. I've said it a lot uh, through the years, but at the same time, how much longer can we bank on potential? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like for all I'm saying, because I I know for Why a fact you, he, you let the Nick fan go. Well, hey man, listen, <laughs> for I know for a fact he probably will be a Yankee next year. But at the same time, I, I just don't know what we would get back for him in a trade. And it's just the, the level of inconsistency. Like, I get it. A 60-game stretch shouldn't really... Th- this year is is a weird year in general because you literally have a triple crown winner. And then you you have, you know, so, a dude that usually hits above 200 that hits 150. Um, Tanked his value this season. Yes. And that's the problem because I don't know what return we get, with, which is why I believe that he will be a Yankee next season. However, if something or a good package does come about i mean i'm not against him going as a yankee my second one is john's first one j-hap for obvious reasons i mean he's just he's old he's 37 he's not good anymore um and my third one and i was wavering about it because what's it call it uh, because of what was going on in the playoffs and you know like kind of just how he's been during the regular season is tanaka because I think what's going to happen is that his price is going to be too high. And I'm realizing now that for a right-handed pitcher that everybody is everybody says is a big-game pitcher, you know, he folded, he folded bad, and I get it. Like, you can't just base it off of, like, what is what is happening now. 
But in general, like, we have too many righties. Look at the young dudes we have coming up. We have David Garcia, who's already not a power pitcher. Tanaka's also not a power pitcher. You know what I'm saying? You got Herman that's going to come back next season from the from the suspended list. That's two right-handers. I don't know. We might have to get rid of the wife beaters off our team. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Um, then you got Garrett Cole, also a right-handed pitcher. Like, at, at what point... Do we realize that we have to have a balanced lineup? We can't literally have all right-handed people on the team. It's baseball, you know. Like I think Tanaka is gonna want he's want he's gonna want to get paid. He's gonna want to be Yankee too. And if we could get him for a decent price, I'm not mad with having him on the staff. But at the same time, I just think that we we overvalue like what Masahiro Tanaka actually is. And I think at best he's the, he's a third starter in this league. So and I think he's proven that this postseason. All right. All right. Dang, I totally forgot about Domingo too. Um, yeah, but and you know what? It's it's crazy because just to harp on your to knock point really quick. It's like, and in, in that game, he wasn't even playing. He was. He, I thought he pitched pretty decently. He it wasn't was just, terrible. It was just that the missed strike him out, throw him out. That you know the ump took from us, yeah. and then he ends up giving up the three run homer later on uh, in the inning. Yeah. So I mean, and that was the difference in the game. But other than that, he he had gone what like. Three innings prior shutout mm-hmm. at like four or five. Yeah, shutouts. I really don't think he's pitched that bad. I literally think the one thing has been that like one homer. Mm-hmm. But it was, but it, but I to Miles's point, I do agree. Yeah, he like hasn't for, been. He is at, at best right now. He's not. He's not prime Tanaka, and at best, at best, he's a third starter on a mm-hmm. team. Yes. Um. So my three, uh, I'm going with the obvious one. At least, at least y'all, y'all know. Chapman, Chapman needs to go. Mm. Uh, you got to get the what, the woman beaters off our team. Need to get him out of here. We got two years left on his deal. I think he's got sixteen mil next year, then eighteen mil the the year after that. So it's going to be quite a contract Nasty. to move. I made this this tweet on Friday after he gave up the home run that the Cubs won the trade, which they did. Because um, yeah, we got Glaber, but so what? Series. They got a road series. Um, so yeah, there's that. My second one, Gary Sanchez has to go. Um, you know, it stinks. And I did, you know, I did make the point on the pod where earlier that the Yankees might not want to get rid of him because of the potential they see in him. They don't want him to, to chef on a different team. And I think the perfect example of that, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, Travis Darno yes. on the Braves. Yes. The Mets let him. Hey, the yes, Mets he and the Rays. And yes, he wasn't contributing like that for the Mets. But at the same time, the Mets bought him out. Like, they didn't even trade him. They, they bought out his contract, right? And he has been li- arguably the best player for the Braves in this pl- throughout these playoffs. It says a lot when you got a team that has Ronald Acuna, Ozzy exactly. Albies, and um, the other dude. I forgot. Um, oh, Ozuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, Gary, like, we love him. The Kraken, yes. But batting under 200 for the entire year is unacceptable. Yes, it's an un- you know unforeseen 60-game season. We get it. But even in the playoffs, it was still the same Gary swinging at the same junk. He can't feed. He, he just. I and I made the point when when Cole when in game one when Cole was pitching, there was like three pitches in that game where if Gary was behind the plate, he would have let that ball get past. Runners probably advance and or score. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you can't pay or have a catcher where your best pitcher that you're paying three hundred thirty million to can't pitch to him. You can't. You can't do that if he can pay. Having him on the on, on the team would be a liability. So I it sucks to say, but you're gonna have to probably go with Higashioka for the time being. 
And Cole, I don't even know if it sucks to say because he's shown promise. Even when he was just getting yeah. called up randomly here and there, he would always somehow get a big hit in those couple games. You know, a lot of Yankee fans complain about how like this team always tries to buy their way to championships and don't develop the farm. Well, we're kind of seeing like a development here with Higashioka. And yes, Gary came up through the system as well, but and he had good years. And he had good years, but it's looking like a dud right now. So he's going to. And the last one, I'll agree with you guys too. J Hap. J Hap needs to go. You know, I toyed on this with either Gardner or Hap. Gardy, Gardy came through. He's got to be our fourth outfielder in the uh, in in the playoffs. So it's it's good to keep him around. You need the veteran presence. But yeah, Hap's got to go. You can't complain about you know getting your innings taken from you and then go out there and not perform. Um, you know, he had us in the first half a little bit because his first two batters he struck out, mm-hmm. and then the wheels started had to fall off. off. He had us fooled. <laughs> so yeah, you can't. That's just you know. It's a miss by the Yankees front office, but hey, it happens in sports. But but yeah, yeah just I'm looking forward like, to uh, next year. You got you guys, yeah. No, I've I've been saying it about Gary, man. But um, I, he's got to get traded. I think Chapman's got to get traded. The only thing is, Gary has to have at least one hot streak to build some value back up, so we don't get nothing. But I think he's on for free agent after next year. Um, I can. It's either next year or two years. But I think it kind of makes this playoffs maybe made it a little bit easier for the Yankees front office because mm-hmm. remember they you kind of have to decide between paying Judge Gary and Glaber. And Gary maybe, did not help and, his case and DJ at all. DJ is a free agent. DJ is a free so. agent, but you pr- you figure you could probably bring him back on like a three or four year for like maybe forty two mil, forty four mil, mm-hmm. something like that. But Stan's living up to his contract. Judge, I know you you were critical about Judge this 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 playoffs. But he just still hit three home runs in the playoffs. Me, he did. He did like he did enough to warrant keeping him. Yeah. Well, enough, I mean, but well, my ju- thing is, if he's supposed to. He's supposed to be a superstar, and he hasn't played like it. I get. I, he I mean, hasn't. I, I, the I get home it. runs are great and all, yeah. but he was not just as much as he hit home runs. He also hit everything else and got on base and did other stuff. Yeah. It's he, he has too many double plays. I'll tell you, like too many ground balls to the right. If to that he hasn't, if he hasn't, if it's not a homer, then it's like he's not doing anything. And that's been my issue. It's like for him supposed to be, he's one of the faces of the league mm. and has not played like it. Shit, the face of the league, which is kind of crazy to say. Yeah, he hasn't played like it. Yeah. So that's my thing. I love Aaron Judge. I just want to actually see him play well. It's like everything has been downhill since his rookie year. Not downhill and like complete, but if you compare yeah. it to his rookie year, not, his, first, not, not up, not yeah. up the far. Yeah. The first key is staying healthy because I swear, mm-hmm. like when he was when he was healthy at the beginning of this season, he was playing like the MVP. And yeah. I still will say, if he never got hurt and he continued playing the way that he was playing, he would have won AL MVP. Um, my last Yankees point: the only thing that I will not the only thing, but the main thing that needs to happen going into next season is that whatever money DJ LeMahieu wants. He gets. Yep. He out. Like, it. I just want to say, like, DJ LeMay, who has probably been the most critical part of the Yankees' success throughout the past two years. Yep. And success is relative because for us, not winning a World Series is considered unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. But to the casual bitch shit, to a Mets fan, a Mets fan would, would kill to be in our position. We're bi- we're bitching about, oh, how we lost in the ALDS. They had the chance to sign DJ, too, in that offseason. Everyone did. And everybody <laughs> did. And we got him for $12 million, for $24 million for two seasons. Which is cra- it's crazy. It's crazy to think it. He wasn't even supposed to be an everyday infielder. He was mm-hmm. supposed to be a rotation piece. And he yep. won the batting title again. No, no, he didn't win it the first year. He lost it the first year. No, this, this, yeah, year. No, but this, this year, year he won it. Oh, 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 I'm saying yeah. in general. He and he's the because, first person yeah. in both leagues to win uh, the batting title, which yep. is 
remember they tried to play it off like, oh, he's playing in Colorado and the ball travels. You know, the air is different out there. So, of course, he's going to, you know, hit well, which everybody does hit well in Colorado. Comes to Yankee Stadium. Well, all right. Well, I'm just going to do this shit all over again. Some muggy as shit in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Um, Shout out to DJ. He deserved it. I don't, I shout don't care. Shout out to Gio. I don't, yeah. Shout out to Gio. Um, but yes, DJ is the one player that we absolutely have to resign. That is the that is the one thing that I want Cashman to do this this offseason is to re-sign David John. And I need Gary and I need Anduhar to build some value to get traded. I need Clint Frazier to be our starting left fielder next season. Like Gardy, that's great, but he's not our long-term answer. And the only way Clint Frazier is going to get better is by actually getting to play. So yep, I do. Gardy's got to be our, yep. Our, yep. our fourth outfielder. And hopefully a full recovery year from Hicks. You know, it'll be good. And a full recover and a, and a healthy year from Aaron Judge, too. And Stan, yeah. Yes. All right. Enough about baseball. We definitely spent a lot longer than I anticipated, but it was a good conversation. You know, there, there this was a big week for sports. Like, a lot of happening in the past oh weekend with that. Oh, my goodness, yes. <sighs> NBA Finals has, has been completed. And all I'm saying <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I should have put money up. should have. Because I really don't miss. Yeah. I was the only one on here to call the Lakers winning the whole thing way before. I was the only one to call them make actually making the finals. Yep. And I called Lakers in six. I don't miss. Yeah, John, you did good. I ain't, I can't even. Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm disappointed, you know, because I I had to shell out a couple hundred dollars to a few people because the Lakers won. But um, shout out to the Lakers, man. Yeah, well, I, de- I mean, well deserved. I, I don't. I, I I really. Yeah. They did their thing. LeBron um, is LeBron is great. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I just Dwight Howard got a ring. Yeah, Rondo a, played out of his mind. Yeah, I did not. Six. That was one thing I did not expect. I did not expect playoff full Rondo playoff Rondo to go literally what was like at the entire playoffs. Like I did not expect. I thought that he was going to come back to to earth, but no. His three that was the thing that really stood out to me was his three point shooting because we all know for Rondo's career he could not mm-hmm. shoot past the free throw line. Mm-hmm. So him, you know, have being a big uh, you know aspect in the three point shooting game was was pretty key for them. He was doing everything, man. I mean, uh, I said it, it was just, it seemed fake. It seemed rigged. A lot of people are still hating and talking about all, all LeBron's finals wins are rigged and all that shit. The, his his greatness is undeniable. LeBron's yeah. greatness is undeniable. Look up the stats. Go check your numbers. Do whatever. His greatness is undeniable. He played great. Um, If you think Anthony Davis deserved the MVP, I'm not going to say he didn't have a great series, but if you think he deserved the MVP over LeBron, you don't know basketball. Yeah, he had two um, really poor. He had two really poor yeah. performances. And it was just uh, it was dope. To see, like Rondo, like the the whole team, and it's like as much as we said, and even like my mom was sitting here, like, oh, the Lakers are stacked. Lakers are not stacked. The role players were not better than. It's not a good team. Yeah, the role players are not better than other teams' role players. But the role players stepped on it mattered. KCP had a really good series. Yep. He, that's one person I was not expecting to have. Pistons fans are livid of that, that, because he (laughs) wasn't doing jack. He wasn't. KCP wasn't doing much for the Lakers the past few years either. Yep. He, um, but he had a great series. Everyone, like Alex Caruso, did all the things we've been saying we needed him to do, man. And uh, it's just funny because uh, Costas has a ring before Giannis. Well, we Dwight, we, we Dwight did got Cole a, and Antetokounmpo winning a ring this uh, year. So. Dwight <laughs> Dwight got a ring and CB3 still got one. You know what I mean? Like it's um, but hey, Dwight deserved it. He had a great playoffs. Um, obviously wasn't used as much in um this series, but it's yep. it does. The one thing is that you really feel bad for the Heat, man, because the they're a great 
great team. Yeah. Like it, I, don't, and I mean, but I, I don't feel, know. No. If I feel bad for nah, them because no, because the injuries, man. If they were healthy and they lost, and you're like, all right, they came, they busted. Nah, their ass. I, you don't right. want them to go Wait, out and like, get blown out. In so game I just six. want, I just want to say that I had a conversation with my friends, and this is like all credit to Jimmy Butler, who is obviously uh, we're 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 all fans of Jimmy G buckets. Um, but I think the fact that they pushed the series to six with no Dragic, basically. Most of the most of the series, no Bam for two games of the series, even though they lost. Mm. Um, like you, you just at this point, like, what more can you say about Jimmy Butler and like Eric Spolstra and like everything that this Heat Heat team has done? Mm-hmm. You know, like they like it's it's almost incredible. Like it's such a great it's such a great story from a fan perspective. Thinking like, yo, you see a team that plays just great team basketball with a great leader with great role players around him, like. Busting you know, their ass. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is what's gonna get lost in in this finals. And to me, like, I I, I don't I like yes, LeBron got his his fourth ring, third MVP on three different teams. I think that's fantastic. But Jimmy Butler fourth doing what MVP. Well, I'm saying third, well well, three three well now he has three with three different teams, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's fourth in total. Um I think Jimmy Butler we had this conversation last week about like who like what when you talk about legacy, like does it do, do more for LeBron's legacy? Does it more for Jimmy's legacy? I think like, like now, just seeing it go the way that it did, in hindsight, like now I, Jimmy I, has a legacy. Yeah, exactly. So and, and I think like looking back, I think a lot of that is gonna get lost with like regular NBA fans because nobody's gonna be like, wow, like Jimmy Butler, like you know, because he didn't win. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like for the people who really appreciate basketball and team basketball, it's like yo, seeing a team like that beat all of the teams that they beat and then lose to LeBron in six, it's like, it's it's fairly, very, very, very impressive to me. 40-point triple-double, and I don't think he had any three-pointers that game. He averaged close to a triple-double the entire no, season. No, that's what I'm saying, but in that 40, the, the oh, one yeah. game for being the only person ever outscore, out-rebound, out-assist LeBron, mm-hmm. and I don't think he had any three-pointers. And um, my thing is, it's like, it's it's tough for the Heat, even though they did overachieve. But you know, it's just like you don't you don't want to see him go out like that. You don't want to see him get blown out in the last game. Madrid could finally play and stuff like that, and have to deal with the injuries they had to the series. But um, the good thing is they've set a great foundation for themselves. Mm-hmm. They have think about it. You had multiple rookies playing significant minutes and getting good production out of them throughout the series. And not only that, now they've shown themselves to be a free agent destination. People are going to want to go there because outside of Jimmy and Drogic, the rest of the core is young. Yeah. Rest of, Bam is twenty three. Like the rest of the core is stupid. Bam is twenty three, and they have three rookies in the rotation. It's like now they are in a position to get better role players than Kelly Olynyk and Myers Leonard. Now, yep. you know what I mean? People that can actually help them more, and then they're more attractive because now that stigma has gone away from Jimmy Butler. And um, you know, I I can see them being a legit contender for the next couple of years, which is amazing. Um, a better Eastern Conference is better for everyone. It's, it's it's good you said that because I I'm thinking about it now and I think this I not to say that this was their only shot to get to the finals because they, they could get you know if they get a key free agent acquisition they've, next they've year they've shown two, they can beat the Bucks they can beat the Bucks they can beat the Celtics it's just the East is finally I think at a point and it's, it hasn't been like this for a long long time where we have more than one team that could be that could come out the East mm-hmm. maybe one, or one or more two than one teams. team that actually win the championship well yeah, yeah right. And we have five. I I think going into next year, and I think we talked about this last week too. Is you have the Heat right mm-hmm. coming off of being in the NBA Finals? The Bucks are going to be back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Celtics, the Nets, 
right? Um, those like, are the real contenders. Those are the real. Yes. All right, so you got four like guys, four teams that you could think. All right, they could be in the NBA Finals. Then you have teams that could that will be around, like you could see going into the second round, even the conference finals. Right? The Raptors, you can't write them off. Mm-hmm. We we they proved this year that they don't even need Kawhi to get back to relevance. Right? Yeah. Um, whatever the Sixers, become. whatever the Sixers do, and I know you know it's. I, I know the Doc Rivers thing. Yes, John, we get it. But at the end of the day, oh brother, <laughs> this guy stinks. But that's is it a, so far fetched to think that they won't win close to fifty games in the regular season and Marvin still Lewis be there? You know exactly. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be around, yeah. right? The Pacers, depending on what they do, if Oladipo decides to come back, um, I've heard some trade rumors. Oh, uh, he's for him. not. He's not a free agent this year. No, no, well, rumors, if they decide to bring yeah, Oladipo yeah. back, because I've heard him in trade rumors before, what they decide to do, Mavericks, you know. So, and then you might and you might get an upstart team, you know, maybe the maybe the Hawks figured out, or maybe the Magic finally get that key piece. Like maybe you know, the Hawks make a trade and exactly right. Thing, yeah. So the East yep. is pretty good. Like one, I would say one through eight, some solid, some decent. solid teams. I, not decent. as good as the West, but it's still but yeah, really it's, solid. It's not just incredibly top heavy anymore. So I think with the Heat, it'll be very interesting. I think they do, they do like this. This is a magical run. I don't they they can't replicate this next year oh. to the East. They can't. Um. They're going to need that key free agent piece, but what is that key free agent piece? I don't know. Oh, I don't man. think Drogic comes back. I think they bring. I think they bring him back on a on a small, on a, maybe like a one or two year. I feel I don't like know. I feel. Like, I don't think Drogic gonna chase the bread. I feel like he's been do. He's gotten those opportunities throughout the, his whole career. So like I, he wants to be like that's I why I know he has so right. much to, but, to you know. And I, this is honestly, I don't really want, but like they've been talking about him being on the Mavs since the beginning of they don't the. Um, when the trade almost happened, they thought we were we thought we were getting Dragic because that's Luca's guy, that's his mentor. So that's a thing. And also, like I don't see him chasing the bread either. But if Miami has to choose between paying some key free agents and paying Dragic, or just even just finding space for Dragic, especially with all them that young talent and most of it being at the guard position. But here's where the importance of Dragic comes, right? Even if they, because I'd heard rumors about them trying to get. Or even back before, earlier in the year, them trying to get Chris Paul to Miami, but I think yeah. the cap was yeah. so yeah. crazy. If they were to able to, if they were hypothetically to get Chris Paul to Miami, I think Drogic stays and he fills a very important role, which we saw was a glaring deficiency for the Heat all through the playoffs: the backup point guard role. Yeah, because they don't have an actual point guard a creator yeah. that could come off the bench. Like Kendrick Nunn can't facilitate. Scoring, right. Tyler Harrow yeah. can't facilitate. He scores. Duncan Robinson scores. Right. So there was nobody to really at that mm-hmm. guard position. And it, and Jimmy doesn't came off the court. I think so. you see it more. It's crazy because I think in game five, you see that the most. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is in game five, Eric Spolster only went seven deep into his bench. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think the only people that came off the bench was Olenek and, and Kendrick Nunn. I don't so, think he really played Olenek that game. No, no, no. Olenek didn't play in game five. It was Kendrick Nunn and who else fucking came off the bench? Why am I blanking? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, that is it's crazy. Which is wild to think that he like he wouldn't play the big guys. And it's weird because I like, don't think Kelly Olenek needed more time. I honestly would have played Myers Leonard. I legit would have played Myers Leonard instead of Olenek because I think Myers Leonard would have like I just think Olenek's effort is not there defensively and rebounding at all. I, I think Myers Leonard would have tried a lot harder and he can give you some floor spacing. Not the same as as Olenek. Olenek's a way better offensive player. But I think I would have put Myers Leonard out there a little bit and see what I got from him. Just for the also, phys- Solomon yeah, Hill. Solomon Hill, that's someone who's 
played against Anthony Davis in practice. Yep. They were on the Pelicans together. A mountain man. Oh my I, god. Yeah, he looked he looked homeless, <laughs> dog. Yeah. Like they were talking about Nasty. Jimmy. I'm like, yo, have y'all not seen Solomon Hill? Yeah, he looked wild. But um, I would have I would had him there. It's another stretch four. And when he was in, I think in game two, they were playing him some. He was like working hard against Anthony Davis to box out and shit like that. I, I those are two surprising pieces. But yeah, Spolstra's a great coach. I'm not going to question him. I'm about to say, yeah, Spolstra. I think if anything, like this does more. For Spolstra and Jimmy, then I think it does LeBron. Like, I mean, at this point, like, people already are yeah. going, we're saying that LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Now, I think that argument is definitely strengthened, um, regardless of what you they or said he couldn't do in the think. West. And yeah, and he did it in the West. I think next year is going to be very interesting, though, because I think whew, it's going to be, it's going to be gonna interesting. It's going to be even stronger. It's going to be every, it, I'm just saying, like, everybody, everybody should be at full strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- whatever that means, take it as what you must, but. I mean, the Lakers have to improve too. I I think because yes. I that this this is the thing is that I and this is why I wasn't a believer because they literally did not have the pieces around them to do what they needed to do. People stepped up this series. Yes, I I think that that was that was key. KCP coming up clutch. Rondo definitely coming up clutch. And um, I'm blanking. Not bumass Danny Green who was getting terrorized on social media the other day. Um. Caruso probably you could say as well stepped up right bro Danny Green decided to get a crosshair tattoo on his right elbow this year Danny Green never had tons of tattoos before this season yeah he got this crosshair on his elbow hey that 15 million dollars gets you a lot of VC and just bricking (laughs) and just bricking that was it. He was like, "Yo, I'm a sniper. Let me get this shit on my arm." Yeah, and just bricked all fucking players. It's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to like, but then like. He was getting killed. Like it's, it was actually kind of sad to see, like just how, like he. It, it seemed like, like he this, dropped off a cliff this and year. It was kind of the same as like the pole, like almost in a sense the Paul George like thing, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, you know he's performed before, right? And Danny Green has hit big shots in championship games mm-hmm. for he's a, he's a NBA champion, but to see him go fall off the cliff like this, and mm-hmm. then just all right, it's one thing to just make you know small jokes on social media, but like mm-hmm. the vitriol. Like it was yeah, like, yeah, even from like, right. but you know, there's the weirdos Laker though. fans that I'm just like, yo, like, especially after the uh, was it game four where he missed this, the game five, game five, five, five. game five where he missed the wide open. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, basketball is either it's a make or miss league, you either yeah. make the shot or you miss it. My thing is, he's been breaking all series, so shit. that's like, if, but he, but he was, <laughs> but he's been due and he he hit some shots in game six, you yeah. know, just yeah. not at the it's, level we expect from him, yeah. And I think yeah. it's a little. I understand um, the principle of what you're saying comparing to Paul George. It's a little bit different because the expectations are a lot lower. Mm-hmm. But um, but but I meant more so like the yeah. social media. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. thing. But yeah. no, no, man. It's I've been I've been calling it from before. I didn't think yeah. Danny Green deserved minutes because of how he hasn't played like that. Yep. So, but just bottom line, the Lakers are going to need a better th- third scoring option, a reliable third scoring option. Well, Avery Bradley might be there. Well, yeah, and he was it for them during the season. And yeah, so before the you know everything with the bubble, if Avery Bradley was there, this team is better. If Avery Bradley was there, I think people aren't looking at like we're not looking at the Lakers as they have been. First of all, because then you have Avery Bradley and playoff Rondo. Yep. Are we gonna? I think we can all agree. And Laker fans got to be about got to be truthful about this. Entering the bubble or heading into the bubble, all right. There's no way they thought that these role players were going to be playing and, like this. And I think that's a fair. That's a that's a it's fair. fair. That's true. a fair assumption. Like mm-hmm. it's whole like oh everybody doubted us. It's like no y'all were doubting yourselves because I I like I follow a lot of Laker fans. Mm-hmm. They were vehemently like you can't play Ron like throughout some of these playoff series. You can't play Rondo. He can't play him. Oh my gosh. Oh you can't play Kuzma. You can't. Now it's oh yeah Rondo. Next year's a very big year for Kyle Kuzma. Bro, next year is very. We talk about Gary Sanchez underperforming. Kuzma did. 
he hit some shots this series, but it's not like he was also on a short leash. I mean, because uh, yeah. kind of had it's almost oh, like yeah, no, exactly. It's almost like the Michael Porter <laughs> Jr. type thing. Like, mm-hmm. yo, if you're gonna give me some good things, you can't be detrimental. You know, I end. saw a tweet that was talking about this, and they're like, Twitter, I'll have you believe Kyle Kuzma is better on offense than he actually is, and is worse on defense than he actually is. I will say, in the limited minutes that I've seen, I'm not gonna say he's a great defender, but a lot of a lot of defense, a lot of defense is effort, yeah. and he was he gives really you trying. He gives you effort on defense. But it was, I feel like it's someone that you expect to be more offensively consistent, and that was the issue. So I think next year's a huge year for for Kyle Kuzma, man. Like, but they like and Lakers can't run this. They can't run the same team back mm-hmm. if they want to compete no. like Rondo, that. You're older, Dwight, you're older. You, you know, got like Javale yeah. might be maybe back, may not be. You know, I s- shout out to Dwight, man. I'm I'm happy for him. Because now kind of comes full circle too. With yeah, it. and yeah, and yep. people and he said like that tweet showing back up where he was like, "I'm sorry, like Laker Nation. I hope we can you know make it back up." Yeah, to you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's big. And he's someone that like that's been things on is Dwight Hall of Fame. Dwight, it's definitely Hall of Fame caliber. And this he was people, even if he Dwight was before in the ring, he was yeah, Hall of but Fame. But now this is like it's this, cemented. This helps. Yeah, he's yeah. better than Paul Pierce, <laughs> and he was better than Paul Pierce for the ring. Oh, I mean, he was. Now I can pull up the Carfax. Well, you know, at, there was I mean, that, well, you know, you got the defensive player of the year. Was I'm I mean, gonna say at no stuff, point yeah, was Paul know. Pierce ever top five in the league. Dwight Paul was Pierce top has, five for like four yeah, straight. Yeah, Paul Pierce no, has right. one first team. Dwight has five. I'm pretty sure. No, I don't think Paul Pierce even has one first team. I, I, I thought. Did. I thought. Did. Didn't no, we, I think didn't we come through with it? If John, if, if anything, John knows because he's nah, gonna say no. Paul Pierce doesn't have a first team. We can. I know that for. I know that for an absolute. Oh, so so then it's. It's like two, two seconds in like uh, I think like it's two, two thirds th- in a second, something like that. Yeah, it's not. He doesn't have a first name. Trish, <laughs> Trish, and but Jared, who who the fuck let Jared Dudley get a ring? Like, come on, let's know. go. Nah, Jared let's Dudley's, go. That's that guy, bro. Jared Dudley, baby. <laughs> Jared Dudley is low key mad. Elmer cool. Fudd, let's go. He's been playing in Puma since before. It was cool, bro. Jared, Dudley, first of all, I feel like everybody forgets Jared Dudley was a bucket at Boston College. Yeah, yo, he was a bucket. It does look nice, bro. Hey, man, look, and he's he. You know what it is? He's one of those. He's one of those vets that every team needs. Yeah, he's yeah. like a Udonis Haslam. He literally said know? that in um in road tripping when he's talking about it. And he was like, "I'm getting the opportunity." He was like, knowing that LeBron wants you to be on your team. He's like, "I've been, I've been trying to play with LeBron for a while because I couldn't <laughs> fit." And he was like, "Now I got that call." And he was like, "They they talked like about that about the importance of those vets even at the end of the career what they do to a locker room the the Jared Dudleys the Channing Fries the Richard Jeffersons yeah. like people like that like. The Udonis Haslam's. That's like, what I missed important. about him yeah. from from the Nets team that mm-hmm. you know got to the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell and them. That's what I missed. Like Jared Dudley. Like even though he did play, the ones you know, that settle you and keep yep. you together, settle your young keep guys, keep the locker room together. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so it's good That's for them. Important, man. Although, all right, here's I guess this this is probably our last talk on basketball at least for a while now. It sucks, but. Is it? Well, we don't know when the season's going to start. That's true. I mean, it might be uh, a very short off season. Apparently, the draft in a few weeks. Right. They're letting him yeah. talk to prospects now. So, all right, I mean, but we'll see. I'm anticipating Christmas. Th- what do you guys think about the? I don't know. I don't know how to exactly word this. Oh, okay. But Justin's struggling for words. This is wild. Yeah, no, this has never happened. I know, right? But the Kobe Bryant, I guess, not comparisons, but like I don't know something about how people or certain people are going about it is kind of rubbing, like, rub me the wrong way. I get that. My thing mean? is, what do you mean, what do you mean JT? Before, comparing, before? comparing LeBron. No, not no, not comparing LeBron to Kobe, but it was just like this, almost, des- like it was destiny. I feel like the Lakers did this for, 
like the memory of Kobe well, in a I, sense. And it's like, it almost makes it, I don't know. It kind of just felt like Kobe Bryant is only for Laker fans. All right. Well, I'll say this. Um, one, I that's one of the things that I felt. It just seemed almost too perfect. It seems fake. The story seems no, yeah, fake. Yeah. Where it's, it's, like, a, it's the perfect Kobe dies, story. Yeah. Yes. Like, and it is. And um, I definitely, I absolutely do believe that Kobe was something that pushed them and kind of could be like a mm. rallying cry for the entire organization as expected because you can't think of Kobe without thinking about the Lakers exactly. and vice versa. Yep. Um, but I think um, with that, I do get that where it's like, it feels like Kobe, they're like, oh, like, like you said, like Kobe is just for them when he's not. It's the same reason why after Kobe passed, Dame Lillard wild out against the Lakers. And, and, then, won. and then they add, and, and then Rich Nichols asked the question, do you feel bad that, yeah. you know, you did this on yeah. the, the day after Kobe died or whatever. And he was like, no, Kobe is what Kobe would want. And it's things like that. Cause it's like, it's knowing who Kobe was, but you have like, at the end of the day, he is, he's the guy for Lakers. Yeah, he, he's, he mis- is, yeah, he's yeah. Mr. Laker. Yeah. So I can, I see both sides to it, but, um, yeah. I'm not Lakers fans aren't right for being like, Oh, like he's just for us. He's not Kobe is for basketball. Kobe's for everyone. That's it. But, they do. They have first claim. Like, uh, yeah, I'm about, they have first I'm about claim. to say it. Oh, yeah, anybody, no, they if, do. Yeah. They do. Anyone could do it. It's but them. like, if they heat, like, let's say Jimmy like pulled off the impossible, right? Yeah. Right. And what, does that mean like he's is he disrespecting Kobe's legacy? And oh are no, the no, no, he's, absolutely he's, not. He's, if he pulled off the impossible, Kobe would love that because, shit. Because that's the thing is that like Kobe is bigger than the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. he was a Laker for life, but at the same time, Kobe has had influence on numerous basketball players, not just. Did y'all see this shit that came out with the thunder? Nah. <laughs> there's, I saw this thing. I don't know if it's true or not. We gotta we gotta fact check it. But um, it was a thing where they were like during Team USA, Kobe used to tell Russ that he could lead the team of scoring over KD in hopes of like, creating a riff <laughs> so the thunder would fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how accurate it is, but you could, bro, you could definitely see, you could be like, yeah, Russ, yo, you're just as good as KD, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, that's hilarious. You can, you can see that shit, though. Oh, my God. Dude, that's this so is the dude funny. who called Dirk in free agency. Like, come on. That's funny. That's funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, Kobe, yeah, man, Kobe is a different breed. If that's actually facts, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either, man. But it's like, yeah, like, like if the Lakers would have lost, would that have been disrespectful to Kobe? Not at all. Not at all. Because like, like, like I said, it's like, it's all like... Yeah. Like I feel like no like no team should be obliged to feel like you know they have to do it for Kobe especially the Lakers you know what I'm saying because at the same time when you're such a iconic figure that's bigger than the team itself it's mm-hmm. like you know shit Giannis probably felt bad, like damn, like I fucked up, like I fucked up, like when he lost, like damn, this was mm-hmm. supposed to be for Kobe and I fucked up. Like I feel mm-hmm. it's the same thing. They've like, asked multiple players on multiple teams about this. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, you know. So I don't know. If they lost, like Kobe, it's as much as he wants to win. I'm not going to say you're not like Kobe just care about winning and losing, but Kobe is about competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what it is. He would be pissed that they lost, but he would be like, the Heat did everything in their power. Like the Heat deserved that shit. Because if, unless the Lakers completely came out and laid an egg, yeah. And if the Heat won, they would have had to fight, like really bust their ass to win. So you know, at the end of the day, he would have respected it regardless. And um, yeah, I, I mean, Harpy Kobe. It's really like it's yeah. still like I, I was really thinking about it when like they won a shit, and it's like, damn man, you really wish, you know? It's the crazy thing. It really that shit really happened this year. It, it feels like years been fucking ridiculous. If at this, it feels <laughs> far away but close Lord. at the same time. Like yeah, it, like does, it, it still doesn't happened, feel, but it feels dumb far. But uh, but yeah, now uh, LeBron four time. Now he's tied with uh, Sue Bird. 
Hey, Four super from yeah. Syasa. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's what we tried. To, yeah, we, we showed you last week. week. Yeah, shit, I did. JT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I said she went to Christ the King. Yeah, that, he said that. He don't remember. Ah, yeah. I remember you saying Christ the King, you but right just never processed. Chair. Yep, right next to me. I remember you were here. I remember you saying Christ the King too. So yeah. That's like I don't know why people keep saying LeBron trying to catch. Uh, Michael, he trying to catch. He finally caught up to Sue Bird. Like, yeah, no, he got some work to do first, right? But, yeah, man. Nah, but it's you gotta give gotta give LeBron his credit, man. You have to. I don't. All right, you but one thing though, one still, one still, it's still fuck Bron stands though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the Bron. Yeah, we not we, we not we not feeling the Bron sexuals. Bron <laughs> sharp. Brought a goat on is a goat. clown. Coonery. Powerful niggatry here. Powerful <laughs> niggatry in the building. Nah, oh, but bro. I don't like. All right, I just want to say, bro. Like, I, 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 I just don't like the whole fact of like. And I'm not, I'm not critical of LeBron at all as a person. But when he said that, like, yo, he just wants his damn respect. I'm like, dog, you gotta be shitting me, dog. Yo, my dad said the same thing. Okay, so and I'm I not, like, I, all right, listen, I know you be disagreeing with your pops a lot, so you might feel differently. Than oh no, what no, I'm no. About to say. I, I was confused. Too. I'm like, who is he talking to? The internet trolls? Because I feel like everybody that actually knows like, basketball, like, not nah, the media has given LeBron a lot of shit. We've talked about this, bro. But, but we yeah, haven't talked about it. No, that's why I, I said, I, the, that's listen, why I said the, the internet, bro. But that's it's not just, but you can't. It's not just the internet. When you're a three, when you're a three time, three time NBA championship. Uh, three three MVPs at this point, bro. Like you don't got shit to prove to anybody. Like you, like what? Like I don't understand. Like if it's you're, the same it, reason why KD it, has a burner and, account, and that's and okay, but KD and LeBron are two different people. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, if you're not willing to accept LeBron James greatness, you're a hater or Skip Bayless. Like it's it's that to me, <laughs> it's that it's that simple. Because LeBron, while I may acknowledge, like I can acknowledge that Jordan is the greatest player of all time, and yes, I still feel that way. You know, I can also say that LeBron is great at everything he does, on and off the court. They, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. okay, you know, you're right. You know, you can you can agree with both, and whether or not you feel like LeBron is a goat, that's cool. And I think you can make an argument, especially now as to why. So I just don't understand. Like, you know, I I get it. Like, LeBron, I like when LeBron, talk LeBron, shit. LeBron, LeBron want his damn respect, but bro, like. Most like, of the, the niggas, like, I don't know. Yeah, the, I, I get my, that you wanted to talk talk their shit, but it's, it, that'd be like Pat Mahomes going on the podium last year. For, no, uh, you want to know like, why it's not? Because Pat Mahomes doesn't catch as much heat if they don't win so as when, LeBron does. So would and it be that's like Aaron Rodgers then? If, 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 if Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, he'd be like, I want my damn respect? Yes, because at the end of the day, well, one, basketball and football... But in terms of legacy, yeah. though. But criticism. to me, it's it, that thing is like when Red and Mavericks asked what's worse, losing to the Giants or the Knicks. Mm. And it's always the, the Giants because it's a team sport. Um, any In the NBA, anyone can have a day. Um, but aside the point. <laughs> um, it's just we can't talk about it. And I can understand the frustration because as great as LeBron is, one, he's still, he's still human. Two, we've literally talked about how other people don't get as much smoke as LeBron gets, whether his team wins or loses. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how Kawhi needs to get that and didn't before. We talked about how Giannis wasn't getting it and needed to when they lost. Things like that. So if this is someone who I feel like the only person who would even come close to getting that level would be Kevin Durant, and he hasn't yet... Because when he was on the Thunder, people were still blaming Russ when it was the two of them. Then he went to the Warriors and never had that issue. And then now he would be in an opportunity with that with the Nets, and people would probably still blame Kyrie instead of him. 
So my thing is no one's really had that where it's everything has been on them whether the team wins or loses. Yeah. And even and when the team wins and it's like this is one thing Shannon Sharp's talking about how his greatness has made us feel that other shit just isn't that good. Like you talking about he basically was aver- like had a 22 point triple double and people have you think that's bad because it's LeBron James. Yep. Yep. So that's my thing where he's talking about what my damn respect in the sense of that no one else was get until this playoffs other stars were not getting the smoke that LeBron was, and it didn't happen until this playoffs because people started calling it out. People but, were sitting like, "Y'all need to come at Kawhi for the shit. Y'all need to come at but, but it's but it's so much different when you when you win at first and then and then you lose because the narrative is different. LeBron's narrative from when he went from when he was on the Cavs, he was losing on the Cavs, went to the Heat, made oh, this whole big thing about how. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. And once again, it's not me me being critical of LeBron. Mm -hmm. This is just me calling how it is. It's like when you set those expectations as high as you do, everything you do is a target on your back. That's why the the Jordan stands, that's going to argue why Jordan is better. And they'll bring up the 2011 finals for that exact reason because they'll be like, nah, bro, you see how much how much he flopped? That's why every time, like every time people argue like that GOAT debate, they always go, they always go back to that. Because they're like, all right, well, he set this expectation of what did he do when the pressure was on him at the at the most? He folded. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you set those expectations as high as you do, that's why the narratives are created the way that they are. I also feel like the only player, I, I feel like there hasn't been a player that has been like that. There's no player that's come in with expectations like that and that's, outside of him. The only other person. There's only two people that could ever, there's only two people that have ever lived up to what they were supposed to be. It was, and, even, and even Jordan didn't have that expectation. Yeah. As, as LeBron. But LeBron came in with those big expectations. So he lived up, he's lived up to it and and, and then some. Right? The only he, other person who has expectations in the league who I could say since Jordan, it's LeBron and motherfucking Zion. Mm-hmm. No one else has come in to the league yes. and been like, this is the, this is literally the this chosen the golden one. Shot. This, yeah. this chosen is the one. next, like, this is the next one. This is the next greatest of the generation. No one has come in like, not even Kevin Durant came in like that. Nope. Yep. That's no right. one has come in like that before. So as much as he set the expectation, it hasn't just been him. Mm-hmm. You got to think he was still a kid when he went to Miami. He was he came in out of high school. He was young. Yeah. And part of the reason, and my dad was talking about it, where it's like he became a man in Miami. Yeah, he learned what it meant to win, what it took to become a championship, mm-hmm. and he talked about it in a speech where he was like, he's doing that for Anthony Davis. Yeah, for and sure. he is like that's that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The, I understand what you're saying where it's like he put that expectation on himself and mm-hmm. said it and it's his own words but it's at the end of the day I'm not gonna I'm not gonna excuse him by saying he didn't know better yeah. but it's like there hasn't been anyone before him because yeah, even Jordan didn't come in with those expectations and that's fair no one no one has come into the league like you can't name one person who's come to the league like this is gonna be the next guy it's literally been Jordan and Zion and I can't even. We don't even know if Zion's going to be able to do that to the extent. He I he honestly can. think the person who'll well, become closest I, to LeBron's career is Luca. I'm about to say let's let's slow our roll on that because it's only been a season on one. Yeah, and but two he's seasons had on the, the other. But he's had the um, Zion's yeah. had the expectations. Yes, he's had the expectations. That's but like, let's not about. say that he can't yet because yeah. I feel like these expectations don't come out the blue. But just my last my last point on LeBron, um, and just going off of, and just just tying this whole thing together, um. Basically, shit. What was I gonna say? Y'all made y'all niggas made me blank out. Um, yeah, I went on a mini rant there. Yeah, you did. You did. I mean, I went on a mini. I, I went on. I went on a mini mini rant as well. But yeah, bro. At the end of the day, LeBron, you have our damn respect. You got my damn respect. You've mm-hmm. been have my damn respect. Listen, and 
I don't think you have anything to prove to anyone. But I will say comment sections are full of people just dragging. Comment sections are stupid. Oh, of course. I, I know. see our comment sections. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, but like, it's really like, to me, it's you. we talk about it as much as, oh, man, like trolls. But like when you really see it, you're like, there's people really out here who generally think every NBA Finals is rigged John. and everything is super rigged. And it's really, it's just so I wild. give you a perfect example. I, I'm literally, as I'm... It's the sport equivalent of Trump supporters, where they're I'm, so irrational where it's like, <laughs> I can't even argue with them. Yo, that I'm is scrolling wild. Twitter and I see an account, a basketball account, and it said, oh yeah, the Jimmy Butler's Eastern Conference Finals trophy means more than Kevin Durant's Finals MVP. And I'm just sitting there like, what are you talking about? Like, like, how can you troll? How can you possibly troll like this? It makes no sense. Kevin Durant went into the NBA Finals with not only LeBron James and Steph Curry, arguably the two great, going to be going out as two of the greater players of our generation. Steph was what coming off of the second MVP, second MVP, right? The unanimous one, the unanimous one, and he outplayed both of them. But somehow, the the Heat collective team. Eastern Conference Finals trophy means more than Kevin Durant's like 35 points. And Jimmy wasn't even the best player in the Eastern Conference Finals. Bam was. <laughs> I'm telling you, trolls, trolling is 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 crazy. Like I said, it's people don't know sports. And, that, and that's a, that's the thing. It's like that's why people see our headlines on YouTube and then they make comments. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even watch the videos because if y'all listen to what we're talking about, you know, I'm not saying we're the smartest people in the world, but you know, I'm we damn make sure sense. not the smartest. But we damn sure make sense. I'll tell you what, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. We're not listen. the beta male view for a reason. Facts. <laughs> Listen. My favorite I comment always, of the week, by the way. Fact, I always say this. I have no issue being proven wrong. Oh, yeah. As much yeah. as I'll... and I say shit with my whole chest. But I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. I'm not going to say something with my whole chest and like it just be baseless. I'm basing when I, I base my opinions yeah. off of facts. And when, and what when I it is baseless, I say it's baseless. Yep. But generally, it's not baseless. And if y'all can... I have no issue being proven wrong. I said the same shit with D'Angelo Russell, which I thought I was being proven wrong. Jury's still out. Jury's still out. I feel and, bad for that young man, though. But if you can, deal. listen, if you can prove me wrong, prove me wrong. But it's not going to be easy. It's hey, not man. easy to prove me wrong. Look, I'll tell you this. I, I don't admit, I don't mind admitting being proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably admit that uh, right now. Because uh, segueing into the NFL, I'll say it right now. I owe everybody that I called out at Miles' uh, Juneteenth uh, barbecue. I was thinking about this too. About, <laughs> yeah. about the Steelers. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga <I'm sorry. laughs> said shit. Oh, three. <laughs> I, I forget who. I think it was like three. Tyshawn, yeah. Kendall, and Tyler. JT is apologizing. I'm sorry. I'll go. I'll go in right. I'm sorry. <laughs> four, damn. Y'all niggas said y'all was going to go four. No. <laughs> shit. They went four. No. <laughs> God damn Yo, Yo I'm, I'm I can't nigga, Chase Claypool Come <laughs> <Four>. on now <laughs> Right Four touchdowns Oh my gosh And like four? yes The Eagles are garbage Four, four. It was four It was four, it was four. Yeah three receipts It was fourth down four. It's a Brady joke I did Boo! I'm I, glad the thing uh, fell off. Bro, Clay Sable literally posted the picture of him on Instagram. Are you kidding me? How do you not get that joke? Nah, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Oh, damn! That shit is longer than I thought. What the fuck? That How do I not know? Because I'm not on Instagram like that. How do you follow. not get that joke? I don't. Bleach Report sent the notification. You know how I feel about the Bleach Reports. I'm not on Instagram like that. So you're gonna tell me that every time I see the number four, we have rant. to reference. 
No, but Chase Claypool literally. I don't follow Chase whatever. Claypool anything, whatever. John. I don't follow him either. Whatever. Just yes, go you ahead. do, because he's in your division. That's probably why you know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm sorry, Steelers fans. I apologize. I didn't think. First off, Ben is still healthy, so there's Listen, that. Look into the camera and uh, and apologize directly to Tyshawn, Kendall, and Tyler. Tyshawn, Kendall, Tyler. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean I, I didn't know. I'm still hey, I'm still alive for nine and seven though. You know, it's a long season. But, uh, <laughs> a long shot, but a, a long, long season shot, indeed. But hey, uh, man, Steelers haven't played the Ravens. I yet. will say I will say though, Juju Smith Schuster has not looked at he's not looked like a number one though. I mean they're doing it by committee over there. Like but, a hell of a decoy. Hey, because he's he's costing me some points on the fantasy, so you about to pick up Chase Claypool. Hell yeah. God I'm damn. about to sub him for Jameson Crowder shit. But uh, which leads me to my next point. Jets are garbage yet again. And guess what? Le'Veon Bell wants to get traded. I don't blame him. I hope he gets traded because I feel bad for that man. I feel bad for everybody that has to play for the New York Jets, honestly. I especially feel bad for Sam Darnold. All, all of Jets Nation wants Trevor Lawrence. And I'm just like, yo, Trevor Lawrence isn't making a difference to this team. Right. I'll trade you Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. I will trade you. <laughs> oh my God, Le'Veon. That's a fair trade. I'll trade you a pack of gum, Trident layers. Trident layers. I'll, I'll give for you our gun. special teams coach. I, no, I'll give you Le'Veon. <laughs> special teams coach. I'll give you Le'Veon. You give me a pack of gum. I just want Le'Veon to be successful somewhere else. Just he deserves better. He does. He did not sit out a year to get his money to just not be used at all. Clearly he did. By an offensive <laughs> genius. <laughs> I, was about to, right? I was about to be like, clearly he did. He played himself. Clearly Bro, he did. I'm game. telling you, the Steelers front office is laughing at like, oh, hell, hell right yeah. now at Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Be like, y'all niggas want to go? Well, then Okay, again, bye. Well, I mean, uh, Antonio Brown, yes. Yes. But it's kind of hard. I mean, Lev still gets paid. That's all he wanted. Yeah. He just wanted to get still paid. Still want to pay. Yeah, but he don't want to be on the ass team. I don't want to be on the ass team, but hey, I mean, 30 plus mil, where he's getting, hey, man, I'll take that. But yeah, man, Jets are garbage. Adam Gay sucks, as always. Um, How's Le'Veon end up in Jacksonville? Hey, man. <laughs> wouldn't look, be hey, terrible. With the, with the Gardner Minshews? That nice. wouldn't be terrible. And the, uh, the, the was it, not Westbrook, uh, uh, Chark? Yeah. yeah. Chark? Hey, man. But yeah. And then, of course, yesterday comes out, Adam Gay hey, would are you, you would you consider giving up play calling? Yeah, everything's on the table right now. Oh, offensive geniuses do not give up play calling. Oh, man. Nobody ever asked Rex Ryan, hey Rex, you're not gonna call defense no more. You shit me. Nobody asked Todd Bowles when he was with Jets A hey, Todd, you're gonna give up play calling the defense. Nobody asked Greg Williams when he was on the uh when he was Browns. interim head coach for the Browns, hey, you gonna give up uh, defensive play calling? No, it doesn't happen to specialists, all right? Yeah, y'all gotta Man, it's it sad. is a dumpster fire at one jet drive. I really, yo, they need to like have like a full on mutiny. Mutiny, like yes. they need to literally all the players because now Adam Gase is like, man, why won't they talk to me? Like they either need to all just press him in the locker room. I feel like he's afraid to go in the locker room, high key. But um, I think yo, every player should just email um the GM. What's his name? Uh, Joe, Douglas? Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas. They should just email I almost him. Said and they <laughs> oh my just, god! They should just send him an email and be like, "Yeah, we're not playing. No yeah, more. we're not gonna play unless <laughs> we're you not fire playing him. no more. Like unless you fire him, like we're not gonna play. Like, we will not come out the tunnel on Sunday at yeah, all. That's 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 what they should. That we're gonna be. show up, get our fits off at the gram, but we're not suiting up yeah, at all. Yeah. That's <laughs> like they gotta just be like, "Yo, he's gotta go," or like, "No, it's that's it's, it, it's, it's 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 honestly it's embarrassing." And you didn't think Le'Veon should rally the troops. You didn't think it'd be, and you know, I, I, like I said it before, but I feel so bad for Darnold because he's in a he's in a lose lose situation. He has to he as the quarterback he has to defend 
the the coach. He's twenty three years old. He's nah, not gonna at this point. He can't at this point. He has nothing to lose. Twenty three year old at this point. At this point, he has nothing to lose. It's what does he have to in, lose? It's just not in his He's already though. running him into the ground. It's, it's, he has nothing to lose. I, I honestly feel so bad for the Me Jets. Too. Because, and I'm not, and I'm just looking at y'all's schedule right now. It's like, I just don't There's see, no win coming. I, there's no, like, nothing. What the best win was, was supposed to be Denver. Y'all, y'all play the, y'all, okay, listen. So, Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, bye. Chargers, mm, nope. Dolphins, no. Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Patriots. Bro, that Seahawks game is going to be a massacre. Yeah, y'all really might go. Uh, uh, the only thing is the Pats might sit everyone in Week 17, and y'all still yes, probably going to lose. That is true, and that is also true. Now, y'all always are good for for beating them for one game. No, not last year. Last year, we didn't. It's like, no, no, you did in the end of the season. Well, yeah, I am, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, you yeah, did. We did. I am more optimistic that my 0-5 Giants, unfortunately, will... Win a game before the 0 and 5 Jets, which what's, is what's the next, what's the schedule coming up? Um, okay. give me a moment, yeah, I'll cover. Right. Well, so yeah, I'll, wrap, my... I'll wrap up the uh, the Jets point. Uh, it, it's it's all bad. Um, we need to get Eric Bieniemy in here, right stat now. Yeah, and um, I mean, I think y'all are gonna. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't I, think. I, think I don't guys, think Eric Bieniemy can help you guys. Well, I think I, you guys it's are gonna be a total. It's gonna be a total remodel. Like it's. And if I'm Eric Bieniemy, why would I go to the Jets? Head coaching. I guy. think he should go to the no. Texans. Here's the thing. Right? Yeah, I think that'd be I mean, a that's much a better, better. That's a better job. But and you know what's funny is Pete, there was I saw this tweet of somebody saying, "Oh, why is everybody so gung ho on Eric Bieniemy? He's not proven yet." I'm like, isn't that the case with literally every first time head? <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody's proven until they become a head coach yet. Right. So, all right, just you know, let us just tell us. You don't think the black man's qualified? All right, come Did on. You see, um... nah, it's not. I, see me. <laughs> me. It's not that I don't think he's qualified. It's like, why would you leave? An, and the same thing with um. Oh yeah, well, your argument's the, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. It's yeah. the same thing. What's the what's the offensive coordinator on the Patriots? Not Shanahan. Um, 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 um. Oh no, they used to be the Broncos head coach, Mc, McDaniel's. Yes, Josh no, he, McDaniel's. Tra- it's the same thing with him. It's like, why would you leave a good ass situation no. to go? McDaniel's in, is a bitch. Go, oh, because remember he yes. had the uh, he agreed to do the the Lions job yes. as head coach, mm-hmm. and then like two days later was it no not the Lions the Colts the Colts job he, dry, he agreed to do the Colts job. Two days later he was like, eh, I want to go back and uh you know suck at the teat of uh Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's yes. coaching tree is not that good. It's not. And that I've good. been saying it, and this is uh, Andy Reid's is the superior. Coaching I mean, Josh McDaniels wasn't that great when he was with uh Denver. And, Andy Reid's the superior coaching tree. So, Mike Vrabel wasn't even a coach under Bill Belichick. So yep. yeah, Vrabel doesn't, doesn't count. count. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, that's that's it with the Jets. Uh, they are bad as always. Uh, did you see all uh, the Gridiron Heights recently, where it was like the quarterbacks, and it was him? They they literally showed Sam Darnold, and he was like, he was like, I don't even know if I can do it anymore. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yo, his spirit's gotta be broken. I know mine would. Oh wow, no, that's my thing. I feel like at this point, no matter how good of fucking demeanor it is, he he has nothing to lose by calling out Gase. Wow. Nothing. The worst thing is is that... I was about this, to say... Because it looks like he's not going to have a starting job in the NFL anytime soon anyway if he keeps continuing like this because as much promise as he's shown, if this head coach will continue to drive him into the ground, his value will keep diminishing and diminishing. And we may never know how good San Bruno could exactly. actually be. He, he, he could... like. So if he calls out the coach... What's the worst thing that can happen? His career is already what, on the downhill. <laughs> exactly. It's, an, it's awkward at the lunch table the next day. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Um, wow. This is kind of crazy if you think about it. Before I talk about the Giants, I just want to talk about Andy Reid's coaching tree. Number mm-hmm. one, John Harbaugh. Yep. Yes. Number two, Doug Peterson. Yes. Wow. Number three, Ron Rivera. Yes. Number four, Sean McDermott. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, this is kind of OD. Then after that, Brad Childress, Matt Nagy, Leslie Frazier, Todd Bowles, Pat Shermer, Steve Spagnuolo. 
So Spagnola's been a really good coordinator. Been a great coordinator. Todd Bowles is a great coordinator. coordinator. Uh, sure, where's Shermer at now? Shermer He's is with the somewhere. Broncos as an offensive as coordinator. An offensive coordinator. Yeah, jury's are out on his coordinating because they've been hurt. Um, who well, else he was, was a, he was great with the Vikings. He was. Uh, who else was there? Leslie Frazier, but he doesn't coach anymore. Matt Nagy. Oh, actually, no, I lied. Uh, Leslie Frazier is the Bills defensive coordinator. Oh, oh, there you there go. go. And then, and then the, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy uh, with the with the, with the Bears. I mean, you they're four and one right now. Four and one. That's more than you could say for any yes. other Belichick head coach and right you now. Figure he should have had what another. He should have gone deeper in the playoffs if his kicker didn't decide to just you know double doink it. Ah, so. nice. Right, now on to the Giants. The okay, five Giants. No five Giants. Um, first and foremost, Dak prayers up. Yeah, get well soon. Um, yeah, G shit. You don't like to see when I don't. I don't ever like. Did you guys see it all, live? All, huh? No, Did you I see it live. I, I was listening to it live. I was under. I was in my car, bro. I saw it. Yeah, live. it was weird because when he fell, the leg that like the ankle that was broke, he like hit it into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like like he was sitting down and he just moved his leg and just. So I think he was trying to. I think he at first just tried to put it in place himself. Yeah, and then realized that. Yeah, apparently it yeah. came to the skin. Yeah, it did. It was a yeah. It was a compound compound ac- an- open ankle fracture. You know what it reminded me? Of? It reminded me of the uh, Chris LeVert injury. Yeah, against yeah. the the Minnesota. Yeah. Thankfully, they saying only four to six months he'll be out. Then he can mm-hmm. resume football activity. So yeah, I, I really think it was a clean break. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, just rooting for a healthy recovery. All jokes aside, like I don't root for anybody ever to get hurt. And he's a black man first, so you mm-hmm. know who didn't get paid. So, you know, I really wish he got that, paid before. Yeah, I just but I mean, I, yes, John, I know, I know, it's, I know you, yes, I know, <laughs> but, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, but um, yeah, going back to the Giants, um, Andrew Thomas got 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 fucking exposed this game, but I mean he had a tough tough matchup in Demarcus Lawrence, but I mean this team be fighting. You know, even mm-hmm. though the defense ca- could not stop anything that the Cowboys were doing, Another I mean, big injury. Yeah, you know what I'm saying this was um, Lorenzo Carter. Yeah, yeah, Lorenzo Carter was not. Yeah, that was that was tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a tough game for the Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones and, and th- my whole thing with Daniel Jones is that last year we were seeing signs of the greatness. You know, this season I really haven't been seeing much of those signs, and I think he's just playing because like he's scared to throw an interception. Mm-hmm. He'd be dead eye in receivers, and you know, I you know not really feeling that. I mean, another another fumble turnover. I mean, he got back. He got his. He got lit the fuck up. But um, I mean, on the bright side, this team fights. And I, this team is competitive, and I think this team will win the game. So I don't think we'll we'll be in the Trevor Lawrence uh, sweepstakes. Yeah, because you're in the NFC East, y'all got to at least win one. Yes, I don't think that. And I mean, we play the the football team next week, so we'll see we'll see what happens. And um, yeah, man, I I it's not it, to me like my biggest takeaway from from the team this week is that we also had two touchdowns that were called back because of stupid fucking oh, penalties. The special teams one was a killer. The special teams oh, one was bad. That was that, like literally, you know what I'm saying? It's trying to get Evan Ingram involved who hasn't, you know, really been been, been involved at all in the offense. So, um, yeah, it was another tough, it's another tough, tough loss, I think. But, I mean, we got some interesting games coming up because we played a football team, the Eagles and the Bucks back-to-back-to-back football team again, Eagles, Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, oh, Lord, oh. and then the and then the Cowboys. I think the only games you guys should win are against NFC teams. Yes. And I think you guys have a real... My thing is um, the Giants were kind of on my list of teams that are not easy outs that people might think they are. Yeah. Um, Until that Lorenzo Carter injury. 
because it's yeah. not having another linebacker that's huge because that's your, your defense is playing hard. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Um, Blake Martinez, Blake Martinez has been playing very exceptional yes. though. And like I will, I will think yeah. that is like the bet that was a great free agent signing. Mm-hmm. And your corner, uh, cornerback. Uh, oh, um, James Bradbury. Bradbury. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, Amari Cooper yeah. was on yeah. hush the, basically the entire game, <laughs> yeah. but my boy compact this lamb. No, I was, I've been telling y'all niggas since the draft <laughs> and I, and I done said it on this podcast. My boy, CD lamb boy. That right. nigga is exciting as hell see to watch. How, you see how you see how nice it is having a wide receiver to help out quarterbacks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how that. It's crazy in it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 You know what? The, you know what used to be happy about Miles though. What? Even though you're on five, right? Yep. Your zero and five is tremendously better than the Jets or the Falcons 0-5. I agree. Because, of, because I think the, the Falcons are a team, and thank God they finally fired Dan Quinn. Finally got him it, is, that should have happened. Go back, like to court, go back to being a coordinator. His, yes. where he's here where he belongs. Indeed. Um, who, Another the, black interim. <laughs> hey, Raheem Morris, hey, let's go. Come on now. Got it, at least. Yeah. Did you hear the, the keeping on the Falcons real quick, did you hear the Arthur Blank in his uh, interview or his press conference yesterday? No. Nah. So he asked a question about uh, somebody. He was asked a question about Matt Ryan. He was like, oh, well, I hope he's I our quarterback for the future. You know, I hope he's around, which is like, oh, which means if new owner, you know, because they fired everybody, GM, yeah. special teams. Y'all going to end up with Matt Ryan, dog. Shut Y'all up, Y'all are going to end up with Matt Shut Ryan. Up. Shut up. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, you is that talk the worst thing that could happen? But it's like, yo, like he was like, yo, bro. the Matt Ryan era in, in Atlanta might be ending, and they could be in the hunt for the Trevor Lawrence <laughs> stakes. You want to talk about a nigga that's mid? Mm, I think I would make the argument that going into the game this week, that Matt Ryan has been more mid than Dak Prescott this season. Yeah, this season. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying going into. I'm saying go even going into yeah. the season. This season, even yeah, like, but even, I can't even, say his career is not not the MVP. seven years on. He has MVP. Yeah, yeah. he has a he has an he has an MVP. But I'm talking about recently. I don't know. He hasn't been that great. Even last even even last season he. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan going to f- the, the 49ers might have hurt him more than, you know? But um, any quarterback? Same thing yeah. with uh, Philip. I think Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers are at the ex- probably at the exact same part moment in their career where yep. they are they have passed the cliff. Like how Max Hellerman wanted to say, like, Tom Brady. But so Philip Rivers You guys and Matt might Ryan. get Matt Ryan because you have a better base of a team than the Jets. Oh, no, we're not getting Matt Ryan. Just like the Colts we got, we, did. Just we like got the Colts got Philip Rivers. Oh, no, we got our quarterback. I'm still, I got faith. I got faith. Do you? In yeah, I mean, Bro, listen. it's a lot of chatter. Yeah, it's hey, a lot. I, I think you guys should still keep keep keep, keep tabs oh, on, yeah. on Jones, but there's a, I'm seeing a lot of chatter from Giant fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. But it's easy to it's easy to criticize a team when you're 0-5, but we're not 0-5 for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me let me not say the wrong reasons. but we're 0-5 for the wrong y'all reasons. Y'all are 0-5 and y'all are a shit show. No disrespect, but I think <laughs> no, you both can acknowledge I say it every week. Yes, respectfully, respectfully, you're a shit show. What do you say? I say it every week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say, the Giants are, the Giants 0-5, and like you said, the Jets 0-5 is two completely completely different games because this team actually, my team competes. You know what I'm saying? The Jets, it's like, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but you get what I'm trying hey, to say. Hey, it, it is all right. I don't yes. care. Yes. Beat it all, Beat it as, as long yes. as you want. And, but on the bright side for y'all, Adam Gates will get fired. Joe Douglas will probably also get fired. Which he, sh- I, I still uh, think he shouldn't. Yeah. You got to, because it, it takes more than, for the for the dumpster fire that, that he inherited, it, it's going it, to, it, that's at least a three year. Yeah. It's at least a three year. What, this will be so, a second year? This will be, this is his first full year. Because he came in midway through last year. Jets could have had compact disc. But we could have had a lot of stuff, yeah. If we didn't have Adam Gase, but well, yeah, Beckton, um, that was a good pick. Makai Beckton is that was but that was the right pick. All right, mm-hmm. but Ashton Davis is eh, mid so mm-hmm. far this year. 
right? Denzel Mims hasn't touched the field at all this year. Oh, yeah. You can't predict him being hurt. Yeah. I, That's you the can't, thing. You can't, but, we can't give Joe Douglas that much shit when, at the end of the day, we finish the draft saying the Jets finally had a good draft. I'm not banking off of because yeah. Denzel Mims is hurt, but I'm saying there was no need to really draft a safety because you could have gone wide receiver in the third round. You could have gone wide receiver in the fourth round when you drafted a quarterback. I think you could have got Proche or Duvernay. One of they could have got. They could have got. Somebody, they could have got. Right? They could have got a lot of people. <laughs> and bringing it back to the Steelers, right? Look at what the steel. If the Steelers do one thing well, it's draft wide receivers well. How many first round pick wide receivers have been on the Steelers in the past fifteen years? I can't name one. Not one. Antonio Brown. You got some good scouts. Antonio Brown, not first round. Right. Juju. Everybody. Juju, not first round. Right, uh, I don't think Heinz Ward was a first round. He yeah. was a quarterback. Santonio Holmes wasn't first round. Um, like even uh, who was homie who was um good two years ago who was tight that someone was coming up last year. Uh, oh, what is it? We- Wheaton wasn't. Well, I remember when Wheaton was was mm-hmm. was having a pretty good run. Wheaton wasn't. Uh, what do you call it? Claypool wasn't. Like so, they they certain teams draft positions well. The Steelers draft wide receivers well, and why? Because they. Pick wide receivers that fit around who? Their quarterback. And what do the best organizations do? They fit the personnel around who? Their quarterback. quarterback. But you got to have a quarterback to do that. Indeed. Hey, man. Well, I mean, going from there, um, we can talk about a team that just drafts well overall. My team. I swear to God, I'm going to burn this place down. <laughs> but only John's part of the place. <laughs> just Not the everything. middle of the just table. Just the middle of the table. I'm sawing it off. Um, right. Like how Bugs Bunny sawed off uh, Florida. Don't compare me to Florida, dog. It's a wild disrespectful. No, wait, Let's really, hear it, John. Really quick on the Florida thing. Did you? See, I I think I retweeted it. But did you see there was a time-by-time graph of COVID cases in, the, in America? Yeah. From July. Yeah, I think the start of July. Or maybe it's like the end of May to now. Bro, Florida was on some Warriors in the third quarter type of time. <laughs> like, because Arizona was in the lead. They had like 9,000 cases when Florida had like 4,000. Bro, it was just like Florida was on some shit. Yeah, Florida, they decided Florida, to reopen. Florida, Florida, they never just, closed. Florida just got the, <laughs> right. I was about to say, Florida, Florida just got the okay closed. to have the Dolphins have full capacity at the stadium. Who's going to, first of all, who's going, the Dolphins ain't even selling out to begin with. Yeah, but now nah, the Dolphins went <laughs> ahead might, and said, because like, nah, they can't do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> People just want to go out and do shit. Right. It's not a pandemic. Those University on. of Miami games are about to be stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. It's crazy. Yeah, go um, ahead, John. Talk about the Ravens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> offense didn't look as good. That's Didn't y'all blow them out by like 27? Yeah, but it could I be. I hate this. I hate Miles. Right. I hate this anyway, so much. Anyway, but, um,. <laughs> <laughs> the defense looked phenomenal. The defense pitched a shot. Like, they, I listen, Joe Burrow, welcome to the NFC North. <laughs> I, AFC North. Like, yes, it's, damn. they, they really, they violated that man. And you, uh, he looked on the sidelines, he looked defeated. And Joe Burrow does not look defeated. That's, He's, that's, that's a moxie type kid. That, that's not even true, AFC North. It's not, this isn't even November, December, Facts. AFC North yet. But, um, oh, yeah, Facts. the Ravens haven't reached their final form. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, nah, it, they, it was a good showing, like really good showing for the defense. And they've just been talking about how Marlon Humphrey is a MVP candidate, defense MVP candidate, and he really should be. Didn't Marlon? Didn't Marlon have a fucking sack in this game? I think so. I think he Bro, did. He is so good. And again, the Bengals are better than their record indicates. That that's not a slouch team. That's not an easy out team. So far, my teams that are not easy outs: the Dolphins, the Bengals. And I have one more. Yeah, that Marlon I can't Humphrey right and now. Marcus Peters had a sack in this game. And Marlon Humphrey had a fucking forced um, fumble. Sky, Sky, Chargers are a tough out. 
They're, well, they're better than is, their one and four record. Yeah, they are better than their one and four record. These motherfuckers, man. Fucking but, um, Justin Herbert. Anyway, <laughs> the um, yeah. So the Bengals, like, they're a solid team, and I do think they're going to win more games than people anticipate them to. Uh, it's just they're. It, it's going to be hard for them to win in the the, the uh, AFC North. But hey, man, if they keep with this extra wild card teams, don't be surprised if you start seeing three teams come out of the AFC North again. Um, in the playoffs in the next couple of years, I wouldn't be surpri- surprised at all, to be honest. Yeah, because they're uh, it, shit. All of them might make it. I'm gonna say there's a possibility, there's, there's like a maybe possibility like two or three years, that all of them make. All if they keep three wildcard teams, yeah, like Which I like. I think they should. I think they should too. But um, too many people getting in for me. But they're yeah. well, too many people. It's because yet, you're in the NFC. Too many East. people, and yet our teams are still not gonna get in. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> exactly. It's like everybody's invited to the class birthday party mm-hmm. except for. It's like the it's like the NBA bubble, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah I just think uh, our play calling was a little suspect. A lot, uh, Ravens fans were tight because they were like, "This is a team with the worst rushing defense, and we're not running the ball as much. Why are we still passing?" Um, yeah, Lamar didn't look crisp, but I also think they used this game like once they got up and they saw how the defense was playing. I think they used this game just to trash it out and just trying to get into some rhythm. So I don't bank like I don't take a lot of stock into early like season games that much. Mm. Um, but th- that defense really like. Talk about lights out. Did you guys look at the tweet I sent you about Marlon Humphrey stats? Um, I yeah, doubt you. I'll be honest, John. I did not because I'm I was probably surprised. a little bit angry. But I just <laughs> want to pull it up just because, like, it's really ridiculous. Oh, he was hooping this game. He has not allowed a touchdown this year so far. What's that like, John? Having competent cornerbacks yeah. that don't allow um, touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, he has an into. Also, Patrick Queen had himself a game. But Patrick Queen always has himself a game. Yeah, he's really fucking. He's really he, fucking he's really good, good at ba- at. I said basketball, football. <laughs> but um, he has three forced fumbles, mm. two recoveries, mm. five passes defended, and eighteen mm. solo tackles. Mm. And then two of those, um, two of the three forced fumbles have been returned for touchdowns. But um, Patrick Queen was talking about it when he got that scoop and score. He's like, yo, if you see Mar- if you're a wide receiver and you see Marlon Humphrey coming to tackle you, you're like, just go down because <laughs> he's big. He's yeah, Marlon oh. Humphrey. Like when he got drafted, they're like, yo, it's a big physical corner, mm. and also it's like he is really good at like forcing these turnovers. Like that, fo- the first one that he had. Well, I don't know. If, yeah, that, the one he had in that game. Like he looks like he's starting to bring you down, and then swung the arm, the other arm, and punched that shit through. Like he's just really good, and like he's top two, not two at this point. Like, he was already locking people down as cover. He was an all-pro last year, like, just as a cover corner. He was known for making tackles. This one, he played, um, he actually played running back in high school, and he was kind of upset that he had to stop playing running back, but he kept getting hurt, and that's why he switched to corner. Mm. Best decision he ever make. But, um, yeah, man, it's just good to know he's locked down and stuff like that for the next couple of years, and he's really playing his best football. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. We can just run through. Rapid fire? Yeah, because uh, there are some things. All right. Uh, disgust. I say we start off with what I call Hit my first parlay this week, y'all. Big oh, ones. Man. Nine team. Hi, Nina. Make sure y'all listen to that Wait, betting. Wait, I just realized. Is that like... That's... that's He's gasping at the end, right? Or he's like... is it, He's sighing? Yeah, he's sighing. Okay. Because I didn't realize that it sounded a little bit, you know. Oh, suspect! I was like, <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Did we edit that right? But um, Justin Herbert, why couldn't you get me five more yards? Hey, leave the Herbert man. I feel alone. bad for because I feel bad because I feel like um, I hope Anthony Lynn doesn't get the fire. Like he doesn't deserve like it. We he be, doesn't. We got to be fair here, bro. We, no, we don't. No, no. If we're gonna no. be fair, he's gonna see, he get he keeps his job. See, if we're gonna be fair, yes, that is being fair. But <laughs> if this was Dan Quinn or Pat Shermer 
or any other coach that I don't like, I'll be, yo, he can't finish a game. He can't do this. But he can't do that. But the difference is he has, he's had two quarterbacks playing, and one of them's a rookie. He does, get the, the he does get the rookie excuse. But at the, and that, which is funny because everybody's going to point out, like, oh, look at Herbert. He, he's doing all this, and he doesn't have a solid off. I'm like, it's pretty, it's pretty nice when you're a rookie quarterback when you have not one but two all-pro caliber or Pro Bowl caliber wide receivers in mm-hmm. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yes, Keenan Allen got hurt early in the game last night, but he still had a touchdown. Still mm-hmm. had a Mike touchdown. Mike Williams had two touchdowns. two touchdowns, and what we thought was probably the play of the game mm-hmm. when he mossed, uh, what do you call it, Lattimore, yeah. and like two other cornerbacks, you know, to but put them into field goal range. My thing um, with the Chargers <laughs> with that is, well, one thing, Joey Bosa's got to work on his conditioning. This is now the second yeah. game where I've seen him in a close game, and their games haven't. That's the thing; all their games have been close. They haven't been getting blown out, mm-hmm. so that's why I feel like he doesn't need to get all the smoke because they're like they're in positions to win. And this is where I think it comes on to the players. But um, this is a two games. This is someone who's supposed to be a real like a star in this league who is out in defensive snaps at the end of the game because he's gassed. Yeah, that's not, this is and yeah. that's when you need him to make plays. And this you playing against two really good teams because it happened against the Chiefs and it happened mm-hmm. against the Saints. And, and those are teams that you need to beat if you want to win in the AFC West. I mean, he's yeah, he's got a he's got to work in his conditioning. It's just, and it's scary because they put up the stay yesterday. Herbert has faced literally in three straight weeks three Super Bowl winning. Talk about trial by fire, right? Yeah, yeah. three Super Bowl but winning quarterbacks. You look at his stats in these past three games. Mm. Yeah, that man is cooking. I'm about to say Jesslyn Herbert is the goods. Yeah, hey, you want to talk about like. Rookie quarterbacks in this draft class, I thought it was going. I thought Tua was really going to be the one, and we haven't seen Tua yet, which is scary. Which which is scary because the 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 Dolphins, who I want to talk about next, are still looking like a really good team. Um, yeah, Herbert is the fucking goods. Yeah, Herbert Herbert is proving my uh, point every day, every week about how uh, get that wide receiver over that safety. No, because maybe if Derwin James was playing, yeah, that doesn't make all right. So let's uh, all right. So we substitute Derwin James. We take out Keenan Allen. We and take out Mar- uh, we take out uh, Mike Williams. You all take out Mike Williams we, we and Keenan Allen. We take out Eckler. Yeah, because yeah, he if you're gonna, if he ain't you're, got one, dog. If you're gonna pick, you, the, you were talking about just Odell. You say so Odell versus Jamal, right? Oh, Come on, my now. goodness gracious! We take away and we. Eckler's already gone. You add, you add, all I'm saying in this situation, you add Derwin James, you take out Keenan Allen for this game. Maybe no, you, you gotta take out Mar- you gotta take out Mike Williams. Why too? you gotta take out both? Because, because we're talking nobody. about one receiver, one receiver, <laughs> one receiver, <laughs> one receiver. <laughs> so one receiver. So why does Eckler go too? Because Eckler hurt just like Led Bell oh, hurt. Oh <laughs> fuck that! All right, we're going on to the next game. All right, all right. I want to go said, to that Dolphins one. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about the hey, Dolphins man. game. Yeah. I said it. I did I not I say they were gonna it. cover? Yeah, you got, fuck well, cover. I, I said they were gonna win. Hey, bro, spread killers, bro. Spread I said they killers. were going to win. Spread killers. I what I didn't expect was to, for them oh, to slap was, them yeah, so bad. Wild. Jimmy G got benched. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. And to me, it's just showing what I've been saying about Jimmy G. Aye, aye. Talk about mid. Hey, man. Mid. Mid doesn't mid-duh. get benched. Mid. Mid doesn't get benched. That's mid-duh. worse than mid, dog. Talk about mid-duh. system quarterbacks. <laughs> Shit, Kaepernick might be going back to the Niners. And oh Tough. man. But hey man, shout out to the Dolphins. I mean, going into this season, they made really good offseason acquisitions, and we've kind of already talked about it on this podcast that depending on what Tua is, when he comes in, if he plays to at least some level that we expect him to, yep. that's gonna be a solid team. Like that, like your your division is not getting easier, Doug. Um, I honestly think your division was never good, and we it all wasn't. agree on that. It was just the Patriots being the Patriots, but 
your division is good now. I hate it. And man. um, kill me. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, man. You're the Bengals of the shit. Yeah, man. Fitz Magic. Uh, Love. I did not cool. realize he came from Harvard. Yes. Yeah. They they make funny. it a point in every single game he plays in, <laughs> right? To make it known that he has played for like eight different teams and that he is from Harvard. Yep. It's like uh, oh, it's like when people say, oh yeah, you know, Giannis is from Greece. That's literally how they go out their out their way. Onto the Kupo. Oh wow, yeah. really? He's Greek, right? <laughs> nice. But uh, all right, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, Buccaneers at the Bears. No, we're skipping that. No, I don't even want to talk about it. No, no, let's bums. talk about it. Bums. The Bucks are mid. And I've been telling y'all since before the season started, we're now expecting the Bucks to be all this shit. So all I'm saying is that I don't miss is carrying over into the football season at this point. But yeah. They were just loading up on big names that were That's... past their prime. And look who's happening. They were they were um can't even cover a four, the a early, four point spread. They were the early teens Yankees to the shit. <laughs> but this is all I have to say. No, they're the clip they were the clippers. Yeah, and if y'all they're not watching yeah, yeah. to the shit. And if y'all not watching on YouTube. Well, go on YouTube and just watch my reaction. This is all I have to say about the game. But yeah, I told you, told you, told you they're mid. You think Tom Brady, who isn't all of a sudden doesn't know what down it is? Come on, son. You know what? Somebody come made, on. Someone son. made a good point. This is the first time Tom Brady has played with a uh, not inexperienced but undisciplined team. team because the amount of penalties on the offense, yeah, holding unnecessary roughnesses, uh, blocking the backs. He's not used to this. Still got to know. They, they so, didn't do that up in uh in New England. Yeah, they still had a chance to win the game though, and he and he and he confused the downs. Um, on to the next uh-huh. one. Panthers at Falcons. Teddy looks great. Um, Robbie Anderson is uh wide a real receiver one. Deal. More more um, solid wide receiver too. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, DJ Moore is, is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Temple South looks great. Uh, let's go, Owls. Temple yeah, North man. doesn't look good though. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, the, Yikes! The Panthers really um they amen. I, I like Boy, it a lot. I wonder what life would have been like if we could have had Matt Rule, yeah, and Robbie Anderson. Hey man, Christian McCaffrey coming back. The Panthers might be Panthers really might be a problem when he's back. Matt he Rule, baby, come back. My I fantasy love, team needs him. I love. No, but I'm saying it. the rest of the team pulling together, and then you add him in, like it's another option, creating even more options for Robbie. Yeah, um, Jaguars at Texans. Uh, Deshaun looked great, minus those two. Stupid ass interceptions he threw. They also covered for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, fresh off of firing a head coach, I think we all said that the Texans yep. will win, so this is not a surprise. Um, Raiders versus Chiefs. Amen. Hey. Hey. Amen. Hey, I told I y'all. It, I said it before the show started. The Raiders are really an any given Sunday type team. They yep. really have the talent. I'm trying to think. There's a good basketball comparison for this team, and I can't think of who it is. I guess maybe the Suns, where it's like at any point. They really might just go off offensively on you. Yeah. And um, it's just really going to be like their their offense is really lethal. It's just if yeah. they can put it all together each week. That's um, what it's going to come down I to. I think the key in this game was them having Henry Ruggs back because mm-hmm. when you got a deep threat like Henry Ruggs, I mean, well, that's what They weren't he really was, using that, him before, though. Well, I mean, he was hurt. Not the whole season. Nah, he was hurt. He was hurt, bro. I haven't fantasy. He was before this but he week. he was playing. He was, bro, he played the first game of the season, then he got hurt. You heard him too? I thought he played two games, but all right. Yeah, I think he got hurt in game two, and then okay. he didn't play three, four. I thought he four. played the majority of these games. And then this was, no, 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 he didn't. Um, What's it called? And yeah, them having a deep threat at Henry Ruggs was very scary because it's like, oh shit, the Chiefs was like, all right, this is what it's like to guard Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Chiefs defense did not look good this game. Um, I, I honestly, like like I've been saying, I said a lot last week, Um, those, it's hard to go undefeated. It is hard to keep an undefeated streak going. And I feel like the defense was tired. Like yep. in like like you said, it's hard to guard Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and um it's just they they just look tired and 
it seemed like they were trying to pour it on late and it just wasn't enough. Yep. But like we know the potential they could be because when they played against the Ravens, it was shut out. So that defense is good. They definitely don't play like it, but you know, I I don't expect to see a undefeated season in a very long time. Shout out John Gruden. Yeah. Um this next one, Eagles at Steelers. I can't um, believe the Steelers almost lost. Um, Travis Fulgham, bro. It looked like Carson was getting his groove back a little bit, but that Fulgham dude, he looked pretty fucking good. Dude, right. the, the, I feel so bad for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is good at football. He is good at football, and the Eagles just can't protect him. And I feel bad for his mom. Because his mom has to watch his son get wrecked every fucking week. <laughs> Lord Christ. Because literally it's the same shit kind of like with your bro where they're just like the players who are like quarterbacks getting sacked the most. And it's like those two are like the top of the list. Um, what happened? A reggae artist named Shaba Ranks once said, oh, what a tough old life. What a tough old life. Rams at the football team. All I have to say about this game is that the, Ra- the Rams reminded everybody who they are. Bro, yeah, Donald Jared. sacked Alex Smith like four times. And did you see him... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, damn, he's like strong. That motherfucking leg's like strong. strong as hell. Listen, hey man, listen, Alex Smith. Yeah, I, yeah, thank, yeah, real life, he came, he came back. I don't know who's he's gonna starting be next week. It's the he's Kyle Allen. No, he's gonna start next week. I don't know who. Kyle Allen. I'm no that Rivera said yesterday at the press conference. Yeah, if he's if he's healthy to go, it'll be Kyle Allen. Um, That's not what I said. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Haskins in this team, but he's he wasn't he wasn't he was who, sick this game. That's why he wasn't there. No, 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 no. He was, he was, he wasn't he even. No, he's, he's, he got benched, but he was he's loud. He, no, yeah. but he wasn't at the game yeah, because he, he was sick. No, no, no. Yes. But so, earlier in the week, they moved him that, down, down the depth chart. Yeah. Before. Yeah. He, I don't know what before, the fuck happened. Behind the punter? <laughs> oh well, no, because they have, they have three, apparently. Three quarters. So what he was fuck? inactive. Yeah. So they have three. So he was. Yeah, three quarterbacks. Third so they, quarterback. They have, it's. No, there was another, just another quarterback. So there's four quarterbacks. Yes, four quarterbacks. Okay, yeah. you just said three. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, no. The problem with Haskins is that he's not Rivera's guy. That's that. Yeah. It's yeah. literally it. <laughs> yeah, that's Rivera that's didn't right. want him. He knows Kyle Allen from from Carolina. It is what it sucks, but it is what it, Haskins will. Haskins can be a starter in this league. What if Haskins ends up in it just New won't York. Be he's gonna go to the Jets, John. <laughs> no, it's in New York. I just I didn't say that. I said in New York. Bro, imagine Haskins ends up coming to the Jets. Oh, and ends man. up chefing and being Jameis. <laughs> hey man, look, hey, I'll take a Jameis. At least I throw 30, thirty interceptions, but at least has thirty touchdowns on the board. <laughs> hey, fuck it, yeah, I got thirty score. interceptions before the LASIK. Okay, <laughs> like, he's LASIK now. He'd be like, yeah. hey, <laughs> so before the LASIK, he was like this. F it, Mike Evans down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he down there somewhere. Oh man, oh that's tough. All right, um, Colts at Browns. There's only four quarterbacks in the league that have thrown more interceptions and touchdowns. Would, like, would y'all like to guess who those four quarterbacks are? Phillip, Phillip Rivers, Rivers is one. Phillip Rivers is one. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is another. Um, Mitch Trubisky? No, because he had a decent. Um, um, has thrown more interceptions and touchdowns. Yes. I want it. Oh. I'll give you a, I'll give you I a hint. I want to say Sam. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say because yep, we don't score touchdowns. Yeah. Um, it's not Wentz. It is. It is. Oh, it is. Really? Damn. How many interceptions have you been throwing? Because he's thrown a few. Yeah, he, he has some rough weeks. I'm going to say he's had some really good passing weeks too. Yes. But the point of this was because to emphasize that Phillip Rivers is ass. I mean, they're three and two and their defense. I knew their defense wasn't that good. They just didn't play anybody. And I said this last week when we were doing the betting shit. You did. That's why I took the over. And... The Browns are four and one. 
for the first time since 1994. As Jim Rome would say, America's team. I nice. love it. I, it sucks that they're in the AFC North, but I listen. Good, better teams is better for everybody. But hey, man, I I just like I like the people in the Browns. I like Baker. I like both the wide receivers. They're playing great. Um, Kareem Hunt has been playing great. And hey, man, you said it. Baker got his swagger back. He got a coach. Bro, Odell's out here chefing like. It's, it's big, man. What if I told y'all that through five weeks of the NFL season, the, Ch- the Chiefs and the Browns and the Ravens would all have the same record? Hmm. Crazy. Mm. Last game, because we already talked about the Chargers and Saints, um, Vikings at Seahawks. Um, Russ being Russ. I don't think that... I don't, why am I blaming? Zimmer? Mm. All right, here's the thing. With that, with that fourth down call... Mm. People are only re- I th- I really feel like people are only reacting because it didn't go well. If they if the guy and I saw the replay, the running back should have bounced it to the outside instead of trying to bust bust up the middle. Mm-hmm. If they get the first down, everybody's applauding Zimmer and be like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, what a great call! Run out the clock, don't give Russ the ball back." But he didn't get it, and Russ. Mm-hmm. Hey, Russ, think he has to make two really really big fourth downs. It's it was not, not easy. Fourth, fourth and long, right? Yeah. All right. And then another fourth down where one Tyler Lockett dropped the pe- the probably would have been a touchdown pass, mm-hmm. and then DK Metcalf literally dropped the touchdown pass. I mean, hey, like three things had to go right for the Seahawks. Everything had to go right for the Seahawks. Like so, he had everything working against him, and it worked. Yeah, yeah I mean, Russ hey, Russ, Russ for MVP. Also, Carson, the one though? thing I really liked was um yeah, Chris Carson. The one thing I really liked was they were like DK on that touchdown at the end. They were like he literally. Um, he ran that route like he wanted the ball. Yep. Which they were talking about him, and Tio agreed, but they're like, he has the potential to be a bigger, stronger Tio. And DK is the number one wide receiver in this league. Yeah, I, think he's, I think he's better he than can, Lockett. He can, he can. I think he's better than Lockett. He is better than Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett only gets looked at as Tyler Lockett because of Russ. Yeah. I think DK is a good I, receiver. It's really, and what's really weird is that Tyler Lockett has been getting clamped, I, uh, which is really, really weird. He gets clamped more than. Um, DK. Then DK. Well, DK is just a freak. But I think because of. Him. But I think because of like, yeah, DK is just a freak, so he's gonna get his regardless. Mm-hmm. I think because Lockett. You is could just the, Mike Evans that shit with him. Yeah, Lockett is in the slot, so he's basically at the mercy of whatever they're gonna do, and if they're gonna shade him, then yeah. it's like, all right, well. Yep. My thing is the Seahawks. It sucks because I don't think they're gonna be able to see the success they need because of that defense is just ass. Oh, it's all, um, it's I also horrible. think they're clearly missing Jamal Adams. Yeah, um, yeah, that a deep, lot. Yeah, they're gonna lose because they can't stop anybody in the running game specifically because they were letting just making tackles. Period. Like man. They let Dalvin Cook cook right, and then Dalvin Cook gets hurt, and then their what third string they running back was running out here. all over. Madison had a hundred yeah. yard game. Like what, <laughs> bro? They're missing Jamal Adams a lot. Yeah, um, it's it's funny because it's it would never happen, but like they could honestly use Earl Thomas, um, oh. them. <laughs> the Cowboys and oh, there's one other team. The Cowboys, especially, they need they need to make some moves yeah. at the trade deadline because their defense is just that's what's going to cost them games. There's another team that has a decent safety that I still feel that Earl Thomas will fit on. Let it come back. Let it come back to you, John. Um, and then the only game that's left is the Bills and Titans that is happening as we're recording Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because COVID teams. First place undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, COVID kind of fucking shit up a little bit, but I mean, they're they're reworking the schedule, doing what they're going to do. They don't want to lose no money, so 
nobody's getting like ridiculously sick or you know hurt so i think that's a good thing but if that's all we got on week five we can look forward to week six and do some picks primetime picks baby primetime picks okay everybody so after this past week we now have a tie but before we get to that welcome to our primetime picks and your host, yours truly, the Deacon of Demon Time World Wide West in the building. So, after this week, we have a tie for first place after a 4 0 and a 3 0 week, respectively, by John and JT. 3 1. Oh, 4 0 oh, and, and 3 1. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Respectively, by John after, and JT. After someone said last week that I, w- I didn't want to go 4 0 again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Indeed. So here we go. I'm saying is that the I don't miss seems to be carrying over to football, yo. So, so y'all John, better make sure you watch that betting thing and start listening to me. Lord Jesus Christ, yeah, y'all better. It might be good for y'all. Um, so yeah, so right now, John and on his phone are tied for first place, 16 and 4. I am in second place at 12 and 8. And your boy Matt, 11 and 9. Hey, that's I'm he positive. right there. He He's right, right there. Shit, he fuck he do he almost oh man. <laughs> All right. Miles, if you let Matt finish above you, dog. Nah, I'm going to be tight. <laughs> Come on, yo. Don't do me like that. You're the one who bet the most, too. You're right. I know. That means I'm losing the most money. All right. Anyhow, so after this week, we may have another first place person, but we'll see. All right. So Monday Night Football, since Thursday Night Football is not happening in week six, we're going to go Green Bay at Tampa Bay and give me Rodgers on the road. Yeah, give me Rodgers. Tampa Bay's a mid-team. I've been saying that. Okay. Yeah, A.A. Ron. Yeah. Okay. Same. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. So we got Los Angeles. Which one? Rams. Okay. At. Wait, hold on. Let me actually double check. (laughs) Because I forgot there are two Los Angeles teams. Um, Yes, the Rams at the 49ers. Um, is that even a question? Yeah, um, I'm starting get, quarterback. I benched last week, dog. I mean, Rams. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would agree. Justin? Yeah, the Rams. Gotta go with the Rams. All right. Well, still don't have a defense. All right. This season's a wash for the Niners. Okay. Now, Kansas City at Buffalo. Now Good I don't. Game. Now this is yeah. This is game of the week. So here's the thing, right? Reverse. No, never mind. Mahomes just lost. <laughs> this man's never lost after lost again after a loss. So give me my homeboy. Regardless of what Joshim got got planned. I'm giving Mahomes because I think the Bills have a real chance to win tonight. Uh-huh. And it's difficult to go undefeated. Like John has been saying. Justin. Kansas City. KC. Mm-hmm. I think this is where I'm going to just go with the Bills. Nice. All right, so there we go. We got some variance. I'm going to take the underdog. Now, this one is kind of interesting. This is the second Monday Night Football game. Arizona at Dallas. The Dallas no-defense Cowboys. Andy Dalton's not a bad backup to have at all. He's not. I think he can start on other teams in this league. I mean, it's three-time Pro Bowl Andy Dalton. Yeah, like he can definitely be starting um, in the league. But... I'm still going Cardinals because that secondary of the Cowboys. Atrocious. Garbage. Um, I got to play it safe this week. I'm playing from behind, so you know what? Um, Yeah, give me the 5-6 stud. 
out of uh, Oklahoma. The, the giant baby? Yes. The giant baby. The bad little kid. Yeah, I'm going to go Arizona as well. Uh, Kyler Murray returning back to the stadium that uh, he chefed at in all those uh, big games for Oklahoma. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Mateo, what's the word? I'll go to Arizona too. Okay. Well, in that case... Nobody will take first place this week because we all basically picked the same team. <laughs> um, well, stick with us. Unless the Bills week. upset the Chiefs. Unless oh, the Bills upset the Chiefs, place. then you can get to second place, Matt. Indeed. Um, and then all I'm saying is y'all need to start parlaying my primetime picks. I'm just saying. He don't I'm, miss. I'm, I'm trying to help y'all. He don't miss. Like a man <laughs> with eight kids, John does not miss. <laughs> and that is this week's edition of primetime picks. Yes, yes. So is John Antonio Cromartie? <laughs> yes. John would be Antonio Cromartie. So, if you guys are listening, the next part up is going to be our YouTube exclusive NFL picks and odds for week six. So with that, we're just, it's like our betting special. We just kind of go through each game to give you guys some insight on what you might want to do. Trying to win a little bit of money, trying to dabble, or you have a problem and might need to call a hotline, but at least we could probably help you win a little bit of money. 1-800-GAMBLE, so, everybody. Yeah. Go check that out on Sartoke Sports YouTube channel. So with that, guys, it is time for Anime Book Club. And this week, we are still watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Starters Crusaders, but we finished the first season of it. So we did episodes yeah. 22 through 24. And um, yeah, things happened, man. We finished up the battle with um Judgment. Uh, so part three of Judgment, which uh, that was... We, we had some surprises. We had some surprises. Everyone's favorite um, diversity hire. (laughs) (laughs) Abdul was seen to be alive. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, I know you guys didn't know and were very upset about him dying first. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, man, Abdul's Abdul's return. Also, him pretending to be his dad was great. Yeah. But uh, it was nice because Abdul is, like, he really a problem. Like, my son's stand is really OD. Um, you know what's was, funny is that uh, I thought before we knew that it was Advol, a- Avdol's, uh, the real one, I thought the stand was his dad's mm. and that he could control it like oh, just anywhere on the yeah. island. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, damn, that'd be a good, good way to keep people off your island. Yeah. Yep. But then it ended up turning out not to be it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that stand was kind of OP and like it was just my son Polnareff was ready to accept death, sweet embrace. Yeah. He was getting fucked up. <laughs> Like yeah, he was getting bad. I thought it was. I thought it was finished. I was like, oh shit! So now Abdul is dead. Polnareff is dead. That means somebody else is dying. <laughs> I was fucked up, but yeah, man, power to pen, baby. Power of the pen, undefeated, undefeated. Um, for sure, fucking uh, Abdul came back and was just like, oh yeah, by the way. And I say it every week, bro. It's the RDC World skit, bro. Yep. Yeah, bro. Because my man was just like, oh, well, see what happened was actually the bullet grazed my forehead. And I was like, I stabbed. It makes sense. Bro, I literally stabbed in the back. I, I put that on. I put it in my notes. So like real Advil appears on some neck anime shit. Because it's like, really? Oh, yeah, I got stabbed. Well, so think about it. Well, if you, when you get hit in the back, what do you do? You go like this. I put. Right? When you get hit in the back, you go, ah, shit. So he went, ah, shit. Because he did that. The bullet didn't hit him square in the head. My my shit. My it shit makes sense. My this shit one does literally. Sense, this one my does commentary was LMFAO with 10 O's. The bullet <laughs> grazed me. And then I said, didn't they have a funeral? 
And then they answered the question later on. Oh, yeah, we forgot. There's like, yeah, we lied. We just couldn't tell you because... Because you had a big-ass mouth. <laughs> he went, let me rephrase that. Yeah. That <laughs> you shit, can't lie. That shit was funny as hell. And then the crazy part is, is that when they found the actual stand user, these motherfuckers was just like... I'm gonna piss on it. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what happened. They said, they, they, yo, and Avdol is savage for that because he was out here calling Polnareff immature and shit, but he was like, yo, let's, <laughs> he said, would you like to piss on this with me? Nah, Fucking he said, let's ass. engage in yeah. the ultimate of male bonding. Yeah, yes. the ritual. And I was like, wait, is that what men do? Pee together? <laughs> yeah, that's. All right. No, nah, but that shit was, first of all, Avdol really fucked his stand up, but if my yes. son was really out here, he was like, I have four wishes. Yep. Um, Clapton. Also, you know what was jokes when they made him come up from like the ground and Avdol like violated him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You saw how he turned him into a black DBZ character. Yep, indeed. Wow, Mr. Popo. Exactly. At least you know that, <laughs> Mr. Popo. Of course, I know Mr. Popo. <laughs> yeah, but um, now nah, it's nice to have Avdol back. Yes. Um, and then we have the guys finally, finally. The next I'm episode. gonna piss on it. <laughs> 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 Haters wanna hate, lovers wanna love. That's all I'm gonna say, bro. But um, <laughs> the gang is finally out there, about to make it to Egypt, man. They're yeah, so I know close. they're so fucking close. And then they got into another fight underwater, deep sea diving, in the submarine. But uh, <laughs> first of all, that sand is op as fuck. Could turn into anything metal, Any, mineral. Yeah, mineral. anything that's mineral. Like what? That's yo? OP basically. As fuck. Everything yo, that's just not whoever created like the like the people that came up with the concept for JoJo's yo they're fucking lit. Did you guys catch the uh, Beatles reference? Yes, it's a big summer yellow submarine. Yes, yes. Mm. yeah, yes. Beatles still not it. Beatles still yeah. Not it. They, they make like, a lot of their. It's a lot of it's a lot of American. Can't shit turn up. Can't key. turn up to Beatles. I promise you that. Ain't no. Ain't no time you've been at the party and the bitches yell out. Hey, somebody throw on some uh, Hey Jude. Nope. That, that's that's a callback by the way. Yes. Let's check that out. On the YouTube, you play Hey Jude when the bar is ready to close. <laughs> we don't have to put. We don't have to put like the the link <laughs> the to the, 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 the yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Also, I forgot to mention this, but in the first episode, we got a JoJo pose, a real JoJo pose from Avdol. Yeah. So it's like yeah. whenever he says means about JoJo pose, there you go. Um. So when they were fighting, um, High Priestess. Yes. Couple things. One, every everything is hilarious. Yes. Like ev- everything. Everything. Also, um. The fact that JoJo was pressed and was out here like, bro, you turned into a razor blade. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be the one to fuck you up. Like, It's, it's going to be me. Yep. But also, we finally get into a little bit into seeing the rest of the Joestar family. And we see Su- Miss Susie. Grandma, Grandma Susie. Susie. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, hey, the fact that it took them 30 days to get to Egypt. Wow. So they only got 20 more days. Yep. 25. But um. I the things that were bothering me was one, them whispering and shit when they were underwater. Yes, <laughs> I was like, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like, yo. They said the most importantly, we cannot speak. We have to communicate with each other using our hands. Bro, that shit. shit was jokes when Polnareff nah, was like, when, I know sign language. <laughs> no, nah, Polnareff and Akakuini is like, oh, I can see your underwear. And then <laughs> the handshake. <laughs> Yo, gangster. That's nah, so the commentary in this should be fucking. He's like, wait, son. we can't we communicate through our stands? He was like, oh yeah, <laughs> but I know answer. <laughs> no, nah, but um, that the fact that they had to go all the way up with just like a couple air tanks because two people lost theirs. Um, but just a uh, Ponerif lost. No, jo- remember JoJo's lost his in the fight. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. Also, what we're seeing here is it seems JoJo's stand is getting stronger. Yes. 
mm-hmm. for him to actually be able to punch through the teeth and fuck that, that bitch that, up. That was that was stronger than diamonds. Power to pen, baby. He's getting stronger. Also, it was just um, it was mad funny when they go. She's like, "Oh man, you're actually my type, JoJo." And then they all try and like butter her up. <laughs> they were gassing. She was like, was like "She was like, fuck out of here with this shit. Y'all lying." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, she sounds like Audrey Hepburn." He was like, "Oh, if only I was thirty years younger." <laughs> and then she's like, "Like you see her like like oh, she's blushing. It's working." He's like, "Y'all motherfuckers is lying." <laughs> That's funny. But um, hey man, the gang made it to Egypt. Shit. Shit's gonna get real. We, we we got another Dio sighting. We haven't seen Dio in a minute. Yep, Dio. Yeah, Dio just violated. Dio, Dio, Dio. looks strapped. He looked like Broly, bro. Mm. Yeah, all those trapezius muscles and shit. Yeah, crazy. Like yeah. Just violating the Speedwagon Foundation was trying to keep tabs on him. As Word. my old as my old friend Drake, Jake would say, his traps have traps. His traps have traps. Oh, he has yeah. water slides from his neck to his shoulders. As Jake would say, yes, <laughs> water deep, slides. The, the deep V is very deep V. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Also, it's um, it's kind of cool that uh, as you see the more of a relationship with like Susie and shit, how uh, it seems that this is the first time that the Joe Stars are ever actually doing things with other people. Mm-hmm. And um, for those of you who have watched the previous ones, it's usually always just a single fight, just the main Joe Star um and the old stuff fighting against Dio. So mm-hmm. it's like cool that there's like, all right, we got a gang now. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. Yeah. And like, there's definitely some foreshadowing. Um. I'm not gonna point it out, but I'm sure you guys saw a little bit of mm-hmm. foreshadowing. Yep. Anyway, I'm not gonna make specific examples. So I don't wanna give anything away. Yes. But, yeah. I must have missed it. If you know, you know. You might have to watch the episode again. The end of the episode again. Won't you break? Is that my Jimmy Butler? Head? What's that Jimmy Butler uh, face? <laughs> but I don't know. It's um. I'm about I'm to excited, buy some Make Ultra just to support Jimmy. By the way, but you about to buy what? So Make Ultra, Make Love Ultra. Just speaking of Make Love Ultra, I had, uh. My dad won a contest from the Nets, right? And they sent over one of those, you know, that Michelob Ultra fridge from the commercial. Yeah, really? Yeah, wow. we have that now. Wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. I've never had a Michelob Ultra. It's I've never had it either. It's not. It, we just got it's the fridge, beer. not the actual beer, but like it's Won't just you fridge. Spray my head. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's weird. I just realized the stand is connected to that girl's face. Yes. Yeah. It was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, there was like, oh, like, yeah. Oh, her like, team's so busted out. Yeah, well, usually, like, I don't, want, y'all don't even want to see what yeah, she I looked mean, like. Usually, if you take damage on the stand, it'll take, and the fact that her stand was pretty much just a head mm-hmm. and like it molds to whatever else. Going on. Nah, her shit was OP as fuck. Yep. I don't great. know why people be, oh, I don't, so this again, villains telling their plan. Haha, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm above the water, seven meters above you guys on the land. Okay, you didn't have to. Say oh, that. really? So you want to tell me your exact location? Bet <laughs> right. I do, like I, yeah. I do like all the realistics that they add in, like them actually talking about the bends, which is um the scuba diving thing. Oh uh, yeah, where it's yep. like your body has to adjust the pressure, so stuff like that is cool. But um, they that's the thing. Like they have mad real shit and like the way they describe countries and like certain events and like stuff like that. Yep, it's always cool. Maybe a little bit rough on the description. This so they be kind of violating the people. Like, yeah, this country is known for its beggars and its oh, prostitution. Dean. Whoa, damn. Yep. <laughs> maybe Odin. For but, um, real, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited. We're getting into we're wow, getting into the crazy. real meat of it, we really, man. We really finished fucking um season, season one. one. A lot yeah. of stuff, man. There I we go. it was a lot to get through, but so season now, two anime. Now we're yep. up to what? Stardust Crusader season two. Yep. In, uh, it's yeah. called I think it's something in Egypt. But um, um yeah. Rugrats in Egypt. <laughs> Deep cut. It is I. Dio. 
So yeah, if you guys are following along, continue to watch Stardust Crusaders with us. So we're actually going to the second season. It's something in Egypt. I don't remember what it's called. But um, yeah, I'm going to start. of Egypt? It might be. Something. But I'm going to start again just doing episodes. So this is going to be, I don't, let me just double check to see if Crunchyroll is doing it as like 25 or if they're just doing it as episode one. Nah, I think they, it's a new season, so. They're doing it as 25. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, they're continuing with the numbers from season one. So you're going to be watching episodes 25, 26, and 27 for next week if you are following along. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it from us over here at Regrown Recordings as always. Remember to follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like us on Facebook if you guys are still on Facebook. And um, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And follow me at Normal on Twitter. And uh, yeah, guys. Talk less, smile more. Don't let them know what you're against and what you're for. And they're being terrible advice, by the way. Yeah, I did. You know, you want to get ahead? Fools who run their mouths will end up dead. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that, was quite, that was quite the uh, show exit. Uh, did yeah. you get the reference? He, didn't, he never saw yeah, it. Get the reference? He never saw it. Oh, damn. He never saw it. Didn't see it. Wasn't paying attention. Didn't care. So. You should see it. Don't care, didn't ask, plus you're black. Um, Yeah, so uh, later, everybody. Follow me on the Instagrams. Sorry, the Twitters, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Black Lives Matter. The haters in the comments. Hey, man. It is what it is. I look forward to looking looking at your uh, podcast. So, yeah. And just remember, we don't do this just for listeners. We do this because this shit is fun. Right? Like, this is all jokes, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, man, if you like us, though, go argue with um the hate comments on our YouTube videos. Fight for hey, us. Hey, Fight hey, for your hey, king. Hey, hey. <laughs> die for your country. <laughs> like Bodega Boys, die for the hive. Exactly. Oh, man. All right, we'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins.